Welcome to Open Your Toys Cast Episode 78, the post Baby McFavorite episode. You want to talk about my levels. <laughs> Sheesh. Oh, God. Hey, hey, feels hey. good to be back. Feels good to be so not good. pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And having this be tied to a table with wires. <laughs> So yes, we we are back with baby. Baby's in her little rumble seat. Little Open baby, my favorite. So if you hear a little rumble in the bumble, because there's a rumble in her bumble. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna have to figure out some kind of a catchy interlude for uh, when we have to take breaks if baby wakes up. I've already been working on it. I'm thinking <laughs> I'm thinking some things, but everything that I've brought up. Slick doesn't recognize the reference. <laughs> so. Well, it, not just me. It's got to be geeky. Come on. This is a geeky podcast. Ye- I guess it doesn't have to be Three geeky. Three men Pop and a culture. baby isn't geeky? No. Okay, it totally is, but maybe not on okay, this level. Okay, let's hear from people. Have you... <laughs> I haven't seen Three Men and Baby since night, I was like 12 well, or something. It's time to go. Do, 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 do. Come on. I recognize the song because I Ted know the song. I don't remember it from Three Men and a Baby. Ted Danson. Um, uh, I know the cast. Steve Gutenberg and Tom Selleck. Yeah. Yeah. Singing a song to a baby. Come on. That's not geeky. No. <laughs> <laughs> it might be 80s. I'll give you the 80s okay, factor. 80s. How about that? <laughs> okay. All right. Mama McFavorite hasn't had very much to drink in the past nine months and had a day off. Yeah. Yeah. So everything is awesome today. Mackenzie Ann Spiller has been uh, babysitted by her grandparents all day. So we got to go to a barbecue. I was designated driver for Mrs. McFavorite. I had three beers and I was done. Yeah, she was looped. <laughs> looped. You need to go back to your little Kahlua mudslides when I first oh, met you. Those I little eight-ounce mudslides used to do you for fucking a, throw yeah, you for a loop. I picked up wine the night before we had Mackenzie. <laughs> I was looped with like three-fourths of a glass. Yeah, yeah. That The doctor's like, have some wine, just a little bit. It'll help you relax. I'm like, you really prescribing wine to my nine-month pregnant wife the day Put before? Put me into labor. I was happy. <laughs> All right. So this is the podcast dedicated <laughs> to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And not actually babies. We're not going to talk about babies the whole time. Yes. Thank God. I fucking hate people that do that. I'm even a parent now and it's still annoying. Everyone wants <laughs> to tell me about their baby now that I have a baby and I'm like, yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. All right. So hopefully I won't talk about babies the whole time. So those are G.I. Joe, Transformers, <laughs> Masters of the Universe, and Star, Star Wars. <laughs> if you can't tell, we are a husband and wife, now a mother and father team. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. You like how that's changed? They like to talk about toys, and it has been a ass load of a long time, an ass long of a time how since we've talked toys. It was month nine. At least nine. into a mic. Oh, it wasn't we always even, talk no. toys, but 
Was it's it been like nine? a month and a half. I, I didn't check. We did one like two weeks, I think, before she was delivered. So it would yeah. be a month and a half. Yeah. Depending on when we got it posted and all that shit. But it's been a long time. I had to fucking, I had to delete tons of email just to keep this show. Aww. Or not email. News. Tons of articles. Yeah. And shit. Why? It's okay. It, it's just it it's just stuff that I'm everybody knows about already. And, I'm empathizing. Oh, you're empathetic. I appreciate that. Oh, oh. That's not I'm bad. Buzzed. Okay. I was going to say that. <laughs> so what are we doing? That's drinking? just the state of empathizing. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to contact us, you can do so at our blog at openyourtoys.com. Or you can email Slick at slick at openyourtoys.com. Mrs. McFavorite has her email at Mrs. McFavorite at openyourtoys.com. You can follow Slick on Twitter at... Slick McFavorite. And I've been trying to be better at work, so I haven't been tweeting as much lately. Yeah, he has and been then, a good boy. And that whole two weeks, I took that, not the whole two weeks, because the Tuesday that I got my debaucherous day to play Fall of Cybertron on the release. <laughs> <laughs> like I started posting all crazy on there. Mantis nine nines was like, Oh, welcome back. And then like, I fell off the radar again until <laughs> I went back to work five or six days later. So, so, but I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to be a hardworking father providing for my child, but I still goof off every once in a while. Um, Mrs. McFavorite doesn't tweet too much, so follow her for sure. She won't, she won't, she's not going to. Oh, I've been tweeting quite a lot more now that we've had the baby. So oh, and you're if you want to, yeah, if you want to know more about our daughter, you can uh, follow me. Ah, there you go. Yeah. If you're interested in Mackenzie Ann's progress, um, th she is at Mrs. McFavorite. And then Facebook, you can friend me at facebook.com slash open your toys. Or you can like the cast at Open Your Toys. Or, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Every time it's because I start reading that. Uh, or you can like the cast at facebook.com slash open your toys cast. There you go. And then Mrs. McFavorite does post about Mackenzie and other things on her Facebook, facebook.com slash Jessica Spiller. One S and Jessica. And then the way we love to hear from you. And uh, what's funny is uh, we said we don't ever get emails, so we got a bunch of emails this time, and we only got one voicemail. Well, what the two. hell? We got we got a MP3 voicemail from uh, now. See, engineer nerds keeping it consistent, so I think we need to make a segment. I think we definitely no. See, need to don't say that because we said that about the the other person, and then they dropped off the grid. Oh, so that's right. we're not going to jinx it. We okay. really would like that, but we're not going to jinx it. <laughs> Uh, the way we want to hear from you, we want to hear your dulcet tones, 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-TOYS. Oh, 8697. <laughs> Jeez, it has been a long time. So, Mrs. McFavorite. Excuse me. We do have our daughter, and what are you drinking? Oh, wow. Way to call that out. I'm just fucking with you. I'm the bad one now. I've had more oh. to drink than I should have, but... Well, I've got two different beers. 
And I'm not double fisting it, but the one that I wanted to showcase was the pumpkin one, and I don't have my bottle. Okay, actually, can you grab I'll it? I'll get it, yeah. Um, because that's the one I wanted to showcase, and it's the Blue Moon dun, da, da, Pumpkin Spice, because we're going into fall all freaking ready. I know. She was pissed. She was like, I think I want it. She's been doing low-alcohol <laughs> wine. Like and not terribly low. It's about the same as beer. Arbor Mist. Yeah. Go to your local it's the liquor equivalent store. Of Boone's and, Farm. Most people yeah. probably know Boone's Farm more than Arbor Mist. But I don't uh, really drink wine. Yeah. She just wanted something <laughs> fruity with low alcohol and just something that kind of calmed the nerves. Like that's what I had the night before I gave birth to Mackenzie. Was that. I was flipping out because I didn't want to go back to work on Monday, and this was a Friday, and I gave birth to Mackenzie on a Saturday, and so I was flipping out, and he's like, I'm going to get beer. I'm like, can you get me some wine? (laughs) So he got me Arbor Mist. Anyway, so what I'm drinking tonight, or... Earlier. Earlier. (laughs) Not right this second. Not right this second. I was drinking this earlier, and I had to drink before Mackenzie got home, because Grandma and Grandpa had her earlier. Anyway. So, Harvest Pumpkin Ale by Blue Moon. <laughs> Bear with me, folks. I haven't drank for nine months. Um, <laughs> ten, actually. But. Ten. Oh, yeah, ten. Forty weeks exactly. <laughs> oh I'm God. sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Harvest-, <laughs> Harvest Pumpkin Ale is the perfect way to celebrate autumn's beauty. We craft, we craft it with the with vine-ripened pumpkin and flavors of cloves, allspice, and nutmeg. Then and then add a touch of wheat for a smooth finish. It's the perfect complement to fall's crisp, clear days. So, back in my alcoholic days, this was delicious. And now in my post-mommy days... It is strong as hell. <laughs> the taste, the or taste, the booze, or the, both. Yes, but more the taste. <laughs> like it's, it's actually kind of hard to down. Really? Um, because it's so strong. Yeah, but I it, guess I could see that. If but you it's not co- bitter. Like if you didn't drink coffee for almost a year, and then you went and had, you know, a shot of espresso. Not it, that that's a. Equivalent yeah. to a shot of espresso, but it's but but it's like kind you of had a on that same level. Or yeah, whatever it's it's really are. strong, but it's still really good. Like I love my Blue Moon, even though I'm so sad that it's coarse. They did a really good job with this line, yeah. and I I love my Blue Moon, and while it's really strong, it's still really good. And she loves you, man. I love you, man. <laughs> All right, let's see. I am drinking Humboldt Brown All Natural Ale, ale brewed with hemp. Hemp? Yeah. Hemp, you say? It's actually really good. I'm I'm a big brown fan, big uh, nut fan. I like nuts in my mouth. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is it's good. Unfortunately, it doesn't have like any description on the box or the bottle or anything like that. But about it's, the hemp, yeah. Well, just oh, about on the box, it was on just the about box, the company. Yeah, it just has the company's little description. But supposedly, on their description, they claim that they are one of the people that started the microbrew craze, um, which 
I don't know. I guess you could claim that or not, but it's really good. Um, again, if you if you're uninitiated when it comes to hemp and marijuana and blah blah blah, hemp is actually the fiber that comes from marijuana plants. It doesn't have THC in it itself, and so that's why you can get hemp lip balm. You know that yeah. you can't smoke it. It doesn't do anything. There's just a lot of misconceptions uh, when uh, I obviously did a considerable amount of drugs when I was in high school <laughs> and uh, being in all honors classes, so long as you could make a good argument, you could write your papers on anything. So like for my U.S. history class, Slick my, is fully educated my, on marijuana. <laughs> my term paper was about the drug craze of the 1960s. <laughs> So I learned lots of stuff about marijuana and LSD and all that good stuff. But so it's good. I like it. It's a nut. Oh, it's it's a brown it. ale. It's going to be too strong for you. You're not going to sure. like it. But if pumpkin ale was too strong for me, <laughs> no, that's actually really smooth. Do you like it? That's that's like the epitome of smooth. All right. <laughs> so that's what we're drinking. We're going to go ahead and get into con. We're going to go ahead and get into con news and we had a really big con that we missed unfortunately. Not that we probably would have gone to this anyways. C6 has just passed by. Celebration 6 again in Orlando, Florida. See, if it was in somewhere else, I'd want to go to it. See, well, that, see that going I, to BotCon the second time in Pasadena, or even going to BotCon when it was in Florida and then going to C5 when it was in Florida the same year, that's just no fun. I want to go to different places. Was that, the, was that that same year? Yeah. That you went to I went to I went to BotCon with oh, Saber God, I and then we about went that. to yeah, we went to C5. That was C5 like 2 months later, Comic wasn't Con. it? Yeah. Oh, see that's pretty. Yeah, yeah, 2 months. It was the end of June. Ish. Yeah, it was it was the end of June, then at the end of July was Comic-Con and then in the middle of August was yeah. C6 or C5. So Wow. Anyways, um, some of the big announcements there. They announced Celebration Europe is coming next year, or Celebration Europe 2 is coming next year. So no rest for the wicked. So if you're a hardcore Star Wars fan, you can fly across the pond and visit the old country and hit up some Star Wars convention. I got to really look up that whole history behind the term of the pond because I think it's weird. <laughs> Why? It's just a shorter distance from that from our east coast to Europe than it is from our west coast to Asia. So, so it's weird. Just, that that still did, that did not make it any more valid. Now the thing that <laughs> kind of pisses me off is uh we had friends that went to that and they were like, Can you get do you want us to get you anything? And uh Hasbro didn't have an exclusive this year, so I was like, No. And the thing I always fucking forget about there, about Comic Con, is that Lego has unannounced exclusives. And Lego had a very cool exclusive this year, in Mother my opinion. F. 
because I'm a big fan of the little mini Lego ships. Uh huh. This is so cute. It's a little mini wow. Slave One, but it still fits a Boba Fett in it. I mean, isn't that so cute? But it didn't so come cute? with a Boba Fett? No, it did. Yeah, it did came it? with all of that. And what's cool is uh, the the Boba Fett has amazing paint apps on yeah, it. Yeah, it does. It looks really good. Yeah. I mean, isn't do that so cute? Do we have a Lego Boba Fett? I mean, we do. Oh, okay. We have the full-size Slave One. Oh, okay. I also have yeah. a little mini Slave One that wouldn't fit But this fit little in. Slave One fits. Oh, it does. Yeah. See, he's like all scrunched in there. Oh, he's all scrunched. And so I fucking, it pisses me off because, of course, any Lego exclusive, this is going for $100 now on eBay. That I sucks. checked it once I saw this. Aren't you still, okay, so before you cut me off, mm-hmm. are you still a Lego master? Brickna- no, because they changed that program. Okay. I was part of Brickmaster when when 33%, a third of their sets were uh-huh. Lego sets or were Star Wars sets. Oh, now That's, it's not so much. Now, now it's all completely unlicensed. It's called... Uh, it's called the Master Builder Club or something oh, okay. like that. And it's, I mean, it's cool. It's still awesome little sets and stuff. But they said there will be no licensed sets. Okay, so, so I what said, I was going to say is what would be awesome is that if they set aside uh, sets for Yeah, to make them available. Make them available. Yeah, yeah that would be Like awesome. a first come, like make only a certain amount for Brickmasters. So if you're a Brickmaster and you're interested, it would still be first come for a service as if you were at the con. Yeah, exactly. They put them on sale, only available. Yeah, they never did any but, like... They never did any exclusives like that. You just got your, you just got your bi-monthly sets, yeah. and that's it. But that would be cool if they did that. But either way, look, you've got a picture of it, though. <laughs> I know it's so, so you funny could... that you still think that that's enough for me. <laughs> now uh... I just keep trying to think that one day you'll be like, you know, you're right. <laughs> Now, uh, one of the coolest things that I saw is, because they didn't even show this at Comic-Con, is they showed the Vintage Collection Royal Guard, which you know, that's my focus figure for Star Wars. Focus, focus. Exactly. That is (laughs) like, I have every... Every incarnation of a Royal Guard figure that's ever been produced by Hasbro, um, at least in three and three quarter. So uh, this is one I've ordered a case because this is going to be the online exclusive case. This will never make it to retailers. Okay. So I ordered a case of them with Eric. A whole case of just one thing? No, no. He's just in the case that I ordered. Oh, okay. But because I'm a because I collect the original trilogy carded, uh-huh. I had to have one to open. So uh, they had these on Amazon for so twelve ninety nine. No, exact. That's exactly what I didn't Sorry, do. I was making a bad joke. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure you. <laughs> <laughs> so I got one on Amazon. I'm glad I did because look at this. They showed it unrobed. So this is what it looks like unrobed. Isn't that freaking awesome? And the That's head a is, really, really good mold. Yeah, isn't the sculpt amazing? And the head is some homage. Let me see if I can get back and see if this says. 
Vintage. This is Rebel Scum. Rebel Scum never like goes into any detail. That's why I don't really like it. So look at this. So you see, you saw the cool guy. Yeah. And then look at him in his. So. And that's his train. See, this oh, is the so training the- gear. And so this has got to be like Kyrkanos or something like that from uh, Crimson Empire. Because that's his training gear. I mean, oh my God. Now I wish I would have gotten a second one on Amazon. Oh. <laughs> so I could have him in his training gear, his Royal Guard gear, and then still have a carded one. That's where they need to come in to the the brilliant idea of what Mattel did with the, and I know they've done it with other figures, but I'm just going to use the Ghostbusters one with the Egon where you could open it, but it's still quote unquote resealable. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. I forgot they did that with that first figure because they didn't do it with any of the other ones. You had to cut the card off. Yeah. But did they do that with any other line? Uh, No. No, Egon's the only one. Yeah, Egon's the only one. Well, no, because even like I'm trying to think of like uh, my Wonder Twins I got that year. I'm pretty sure was sealed. Like the Dark Knight Rises exclusive I got this year that was sealed. I mean, again with tape, but yeah, yeah, tape. But I mean, so was Egon though. Yeah, Egon was done with tape. Oh, I thought it was completely un. Well, it, was... it had to be held together somehow. Oh, I guess because that's true. Because it, it just the card just slid in. We'll and out. see with the four horsemen exclusives. Theirs aren't even held on with tape. the The bubble wraps around the card on all four sides. You know, so you just have to pull the bubble back and slide the card out to get I to the four horsemen. I think my dumbass probably threw all of that out when I opened all of it, so I can't even go and look. That's no big deal. You're not a card. You're not a package collector. I I like card art. According That's to why. my wall, it looks like I am. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying you don't. <laughs> once you open something, yeah, everything gets thrown away. Yeah. yeah. See, and I keep the card the backs. Card. Or bo- oh, okay. I keep anything that has original artwork on it. Oh. So, like my masters, the bios yeah, have card all art. Of that so has I keep. It. Yeah. But, Sorry, tangent. <laughs> um, we got to see uh, pictures of Legacy Wave Two, and I'm ah, I'm kind of fifty fifty on this. Don't you so, have that? No, this well, is a brand new from, Darth Vader. Okay, so look nope. at that Vader and cut out that little piece right there. No, the <laughs> soft goods is different. Um, it's a different material. The, <laughs> it's a different sculpt, sweetie. <laughs> And what You're... makes this what makes this awesomely cool is this is the blaster oh, bolt from yeah, yeah. the Will You Join Us or what does he say? Is that I think he says Will You Join I don't know. Uh, Have Star dinner Wars with fans us. are gonna I don't be know. Yeah, it's yeah. from it's from that scene. You can go ahead and yell at us. That's my favorite Star Wars movie too. I was I was trying to think of what was said in uh Robot Chicken. Um, the Mara Jade, the fan's choice Mara Jade is in this wave and she looks great. Again, it's the same version of her that we got in the comic packs. Granted, she's now super articulated and everything. I mean, she looks really good, but God, same version. Another Mace Windu. 
Again, better version, but we've gotten this one already. I don't know. Have we gotten one with the armor? I'm sorry. The Wait, scroll back up? Comes with a Boba Fett helmet? A Jango Fett. Remember he cut his head off? I meant Jango Fett. (laughs) I totally meant that. Sorry, that's what I meant. (sighs) Yeah, he comes up with the decapitated head of Jango Fett. And then we get another metal Luke. And again, this one looks better, but we just got this one with the 30th anniversary. We just got this one This is my problem with the Star Wars figures is that I can't get excited about it anymore. Six years ago, yes, I could get excited about it. Well, you hadn't been exposed as much exactly. as you have been in the if last If I was as years. exposed to it as I am now, I, I probably would get just as irritated as I am now, and that was six years ago. Yeah, see, I guess you're true. Like, six years ago... I hadn't been exposed to it as much as I am now. That's like when I really started getting into the fandom. I'd yeah. always bought figures. I'd that always had I toys. Open my toys. <laughs> yeah, I'd always bought toys and everything, but I didn't. I yeah. wasn't part of the community at all. I wasn't aware of the community. I never yeah, that sought was during, it out. Oh, that was during episode two. That was when yeah. I really started collecting. Was yeah, during episode I was, two. Yeah, I was buying toys. That was when we were when I at didn't my even get house without my parents. Yeah, I was buying toys when I didn't even get why they had two different Clone Wars, like the non-movie Clone Wars. They had the Tartakovsky and the realistic. Uh huh. I was buying them both because I really thought they looked cool, and I didn't get why they were doing yeah. that. Anyways, the Captain Rex looks amazing. So this is a real this is a realistic so version cool. of the cartoon of him cloud. up against the white background. It and looks so like there's like sections of him floating. <laughs> but he looks great, realistic. This one I'm very excited about. His helmet looks awesome. And then you get a realistic uh pilot oddball. And then again, a big Stark Lighter, and I get it. It's super articulated, a Wasn't better he looking one that face. we hardly ever had? What do you mean? Big, like, there. He's from a back cut in scene. The- no, I get that, oh. but wasn't he like a figure that we hardly ever had, and then we finally got him, and he was hard to find? No. He was a chase, was- and then all of a sudden we had him? No. Well, he might have been Chase when his wave first came out. Like, he was hard to find initially, and then he just was everywhere. Yeah, just like the six-titted guy. Yeah, I don't remember. (laughs) I don't remember him being hard to get, but, you know, who knows? Back then, during the 30th anniversary, I was hunting every other day. I mean, I was showing up at 8 o'clock at stores and doing that whole thing. Um, and then we get a uh, B-Wing. I believe this is a B-Wing. He might God, be an A-Wing pilot. So not exciting anymore. Yeah, and then a couple. These are the Build-A-Droids from that second wave. And yeah. And I just feel, I feel really sad about the whole thing. And, but we've got all of this stuff. I mean, they, they it's new and improved. They added more of this, that, and the other thing. But it's the same thing yeah. that's that's why I, every time you talk about star wars i'm all meh yeah. yeah no i get it i i feel the same way the vintage line really brought me in because of the cards uh-huh. and i was like i'm gonna do everything and then i was like i need to cut this down and so mm-hmm. now i just did original trilogy 
cards. And then now I'm 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 right there with just being like I think I'm only going to do a, a original trilogy that had existing figures. Like I'm going to I'm thinking I might even that uh, that had original vintage figures because they did a bunch in the original trilogy uh-huh. that never had figures back in the day. Oh, so vintage original trilogy. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And but I don't know. That's that's going to take a little bit for me to cross that line. But I'm selling. I'm going to sell off all of my non-original trilogy that I don't want to keep to open. And there's quite a bit of them that I want to keep to open because they are. They're, to this point, the most articulated best versions of some of the prequel figures that we've gotten, especially a lot of Jedis. All the Jedis are super articulated in this line, you know, mm-hmm. whereas the last time we got a Barris Ophi, she was a horrible, you know, like nine points of articulation posed in like a statue kind of form. Mm. But. Anyways, we also got uh, pictures from after the panel, and the only thing really kind of big besides that wave two that they showed was they showed the uh, slave one, but it is not it is not the Empire Strikes Back wave one or slave one. So they are freaking milking this thing. So first we got the Clone Wars one. Which was pretty much in this same fucking deco. And now we're getting Django Fett's slave one. And this just kind of fucking pisses me off. You want to make, if you want to make Boba's slave one and then make Django's slave one, do that. Wait, what are they calling this one? This is Django Fett's slave one. Okay. So in the Clone Wars, it was Boba Fett's Clone Wars Slave One. So the decos, I mean, and I shouldn't say I haven't compared the decos, but the de- I would. But they call the it Jango Fett Slave One, so that's okay. This is the movie version of it. The version of it that we got before was the Clone Wars cartoon version of it. So now we're getting Attack of the Clones, Django Fett, Slave One, where they had been hint and, and they never said anything, but they were hinting that they were going to do a Boba Fett vintage version of it. See, that's Lucas or Lucas slash Lucas's team of saying, yeah, put we're this just going to create and parallel worlds, but. We're going to make them slightly different. Well, there's a movie universe and there's a cartoon universe. Parallel worlds. I know. I see what you're saying, but that's kind. Yeah, this is going to cause this is going to cause some people to buy this, but I I can bet you anything. Most is it going to bomb gonna... like the uh, what is it called the um, with the robots the the battle the MTT, tank this thing here. Sorry, with the robots that come out, yeah, yeah, the battle at the droids. end of episode one, yeah, the beginning, and wow, I guess it's oh no, you're right, it's at the beginning and end. It's the thing that passes over Qui Gon Jinn when he runs into Jar Jar Binks and they fall down. 
that's an MTT that passes over. Yeah, them. but we really don't know. Yeah, what it you is don't. Until yeah, you end. don't. You don't see its purpose until the end. You're absolutely right. So, not exciting at all. I mean, they're like, "Oh, we're going to hold stuff off until celebration," and we didn't really get a lot of good it stuff. Is... All right, I, feel I know. So Come sad on, sad for them. Okay, we're tangenting. We're only five bullet points into a show that. Okay, has move along. Move 100 along. bullet points. <laughs> <laughs> These are not the robots you're looking for. <laughs> so probably the most interesting thing from. These are not uh, the story points you're looking. For. <laughs> <laughs> from celebration six was jedi temple archives got an opportunity to sit down with daryl DePriest and the hasbro team and do a q a with them so it's been a long time since we've had the star wars q a so this was a great chance for fans to be able to ask them lots of questions and oh my god were there so many asinine questions um there's some great information here. Please go to the show notes, go to the link, go check out Jedi Temple Archives. They've become one of my uh, more favorite sites for Star Wars right now because unlike Rebel Scum that kind of reports on all the big news, Jedi Temple Archives does a great job of doing store reports. Like they just put store reports out store like nobody's business. So. If you want to know if something's hitting in your area or any area, they've been a great resource. But uh, they have two different articles for these Q&As, and I've just kind of taken the highlights. Uh, so uh, first up, Hasbro is sitting on a huge stock, their words, of the vintage uh, collection cases that they are trying to get to discount retailers. So they're like literally almost every single wave they have tons of cases in their warehouses right now that they're trying to find an outlet for. The problem is, is if U.S. retailers won't take them, then they'll start going to Canada and South America and stuff like that. So I'm hoping... So basically, long story short is your Rosses, your TJ Maxxes, your Oles, places like that. Uh, what's the other one? The $5 one. Anyways, uh, you lost me at Oli's. I never heard of that. That's a, it's another discount store. They're getting some of the uh, GI Joe, like they're getting the GI Joe uh, cycle armor. And what his region scouts. of the country is that in? East Coast. Oh, okay. The only yeah, I mean, it really comes down to East and West Coast. Like from from here over, we have TJ Maxx's and Ross's, and but we don't have these other East Coast stores. What's Gordman's? Gordman's, I don't, that might be nationwide because we've just got them curious. here and in California. I saw one in California. Okay. But I was just curious. No, no worries. So uh, definitely be checking out your discount retailers or, again, follow Je Jedi Temple Archives. They'll, they'll be the first ones, I guarantee you, pointing out when those start hitting the discount stores. Reducing... Uh, uh, so, of course, we all know that episode one just kind of totally screwed this year's uh, vintage collection. And they are going to look into reducing, or not, they're not going to look into. They are reducing the quantity of wave one that they're going to make available to retailers. And they were very specific in saying they're not going to be rare, 
by any means, but they are not going to allow retailers to purchase so many of them like they did with the episode one wave. That is still the only thing we can find in stores here. I mean, we've had trickles of different stores getting different cases, but if you go to any store here in Denver, the only thing on pegs is episode one figures still, you know, seven months later. Oh, is that what you've been complaining about? <laughs> Possible trench run style <laughs> attack of the clone set coming. So somebody asked about uh, getting a Republic gunship because they're, they, they are, and they always have been ridiculous on eBay, you know? And, uh, and they said, well, if you like the trench run, we've got an attack of the clone ones coming. We can't verify anything that's been in it. That's in it. So it's pretty much like, yeah, there's probably going to be a gunship and something else in it. I mean, what would be awesome is a gunship and a Hellfire droid. Those are two of my most the favorite. The Hellfire is the big wheel-looking... Yeah, with the fucking 40 rockets on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, wave 2 of the Class 2 Starfighter assortments, unlikely to hit retail. So if you've been looking for one of those uh, newly sculpted Naboo fighters, you're most likely never going to see it in big box retail. Um, basically, they said same thing here, is people over-ordered that first wave of this year's uh, Starfighter assortment. And so they don't they haven't had any orders for it from big box retailers. So if you really want to see that, either get it from an online retailer or wait for it and it'll probably hit discount stores as well. Um, with exclusive, and I thought this was interesting. I never really thought about this. Somebody asked about uh uh, putting out old figures that have been hard to find and it's been Hasbro's stance for the last couple years and it will be going forward that they will not put out previously released figures that they will put out figures that have yet to be released so you think of the Death Star set and then this year's carbon freezing sets they were of figures that were going to come out in later waves in the year so I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, Clone Wars will no longer have four, 14 points of articulation, period. So again, this is one of those... Is like, that one of the higher points? Yeah, that's that's super articulated. Yeah, it sounds... I mean... It sounds like there's a lot. It sounds ridiculous. <laughs> and what they basically said was parents were getting upset and kids were getting upset about having like hinged wrists... Because you think of a kid trying to put a, a gun in a figure's wrist, and if and you think of the Clone War style where their arms are real thin, uh -huh. the hands would just pop out of the wrists. You know, you think about the abuse that a figure, a kid, puts. and collectors are pissed about it. Yeah, exactly. Collectors want that, you know, do because we're careful. Collectors not think about the fact that these are actually for kids. They, uh, dude, there's several questions where, like, what are you guys doing? We're your main audience. I don't ever see a kid buying Star Wars figures anymore. 
and they're just like they're in school (laughs) at eight o'clock in the morning when you're raiding the pegs (laughs) exactly i mean it was just like some of the and, and i mean no offense to anybody that submitted a question or or thinks this way but slick says i mean uh, no i'm just kidding <laughs> i mean just the narrow-mindedness the the kind of not you know thinking that you are their audience is not the case and there's a couple more interesting things coming up okay. when it comes to the line uh there somebody asked about the old republic figures they said there is more old republic figures coming so that's kind of cool because um, I didn't. Well, the only old Republican thing that I can remember is the Bane story. Yeah. Well, the two I opened up at Denver Comic Con. Yeah, I like old stories. Yeah. Yeah, I like. I, I like. Yeah, I like backstories. Back exactly. There exactly. we go. Um, so again, more interesting. Basic figure lines have always been the poorest sellers of all Star Wars products. So you think these little three and three quarter action figures drives the Star Wars brand? They sell the worst out of everything, uh-huh. out of everything, vehicles, lightsabers, masks, mm-hmm. and at this point, I'm sure they're including fighter pods. I think this was actually this was actually in response to a question about fighter pods taking over the Star Wars section. And they had dropped the bomb. Like these action figures are the poorest selling. And and when they say poorest selling, I don't know if they're talking about quantities. They could be talking about margins. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be the least profitable yeah. for them. Because so much tooling has to go in these figures. I mean, like I say, when when I look at wholesale pricing. Uh-huh. Wholesale pricing for these figures are not much less than what you get them for at Walmart. Yeah. You know, so that means even if you're buying a hundred thousand of them, you're not getting them for a dollar a piece from Hasbro. You yeah. know, you might be getting them for five dollars and seventy five cents when they retail for ten bucks, you know. Anyways, uh, possibly a vintage style man, a vintage, I shouldn't say vintage style, it, it should say vintage packaged Mando gunship. So everybody asks, oh, it's okay. It's, it's a thing in here. It's not a, uh-huh. it's not a mistake in the show notes for the most part. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> they talked about everybody wants this Mando gunship and I wanted one. I I have a bunch of Mando warriors that I wanted to put in the Mando gunship and just hang it from my roof. Mm-hmm. So I knew I had a bunch of Mando warriors but they weren't on my shelves. And so I really wanted one of these but I'm not going to pay the ridiculous prices. I didn't want to pre-order one. And so they said what they're looking into is possibly putting that in a vintage style packaging, which I think would be ridiculous cuz it's not a vintage thing. It's actually from a cartoon and then uh and putting it out as an exclusive. Um, let's see. Next up, uh, season five of the Clone Wars will be written in small arcs just in case of cancellation. So I didn't realize this. It is no longer on Friday nights anymore. It has been moved to a 930 Saturday morning slot. It's a Saturday morning cartoon. 
Now it is. It that, hasn't been. It's been a Friday prime time be? family hour cartoon for the last four seasons. And did now it's that, moving to a kid only Saturday morning slot. Did you know that I didn't know that there was cartoons on Friday nights until right this moment? Well, baby, it's on Cartoon Network. There's I always know. cartoons I on Cartoon Network. I grew up on TGI. I grew up on Family Matters and... Full House. Full House yeah. and all of that I, shit. And what... Uh, not side by side, step by step. What was the one with the guy from... Uh, oh, Suzanne Summers yeah. and him. Yeah, step by step. Step by step, yeah. I never watched that. I had... I, I used to like Full oh, House, but I it. never watched Family Matters. I never watched it. You it was, never watched Urkel? It was after my time. I was fucking getting oh. drunk on Friday nights when they had that. I keep forgetting TGI how. Fridays or whatever. TGIF. I know you're so much older than me, but I forget how much older you are than me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's interesting. They said that... That's awesome that it's a Saturday morning cartoon. It is actually. cool, but it's a death spot for it is. a show like this. It's going to get... It's either going to get dark. canceled it's this year... It's dark for a Saturday morning yeah, cartoon. Yeah, that's what's interesting, too, is how they're going to do that. But, okay, anyways, the last bit of information... <laughs> And this Sorry, was the tangent. thing that they wanted fan sites to just link to their story to make sure they got the traffic. Cause it was no, no, this... no, but this is how it's going to work, okay? <laughs> See, everybody, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but they, Hasbro let it slip. And again, whether they did it on purpose or they were just talking, because they said they literally spent hours asking them questions. The Q&As that I had to read through, it, it literally took me an hour and a half to read through these Q&As to pull these Seriously? 10 bullet points out that I thought I were important. I don't know if you could pay me enough to sit through that. <laughs> they did let slip that uh, Momar Nadan and uh, Lobot uh, and... Uh, MoMA is Hammerhead, and Lobot oh. have been sculpted and tooled. So those those are figures that they have never said were coming. No one knew of them, anything like that. So that's like, like a brand there, new surprise. Are you happy? Is that there are vintage versions of Hammerhead and Lobot that are ready once they find a home for them. So I don't know if that'll be in the legacy collection or an exclusive or what that kind of thing. So did they write them in the, did they write everything in arcs as a, this could potentially be the, like by the third arc, this is, Oh, the, or by the end oh, the of that small arc. arc. Well, like I said, uh, um, Clone Wars has been written in some. There's been long arcs. There's been like six episode yeah, arcs. That's what I'm saying. Is so the, they're saying now it might. They're writing them in like two to three episode arcs at the most. So just in case they do get canceled, there's no like loose end out there. But again, they didn't really address like how would they wrap up the season at all you know like again the big thing is How is where is Ahsoka? Rid of Ahsoka yeah Tana? exactly where the fuck is she gonna go or what's gonna happen but anyways okay on to PowerCon. <laughs> Free prints with admission. That's right. If you're going to PowerCon and this is coming up this month where's uh, it at in LA. Huh. So uh uh so you know what? No place that we could just pick up and take Mackenzie anywhere. You know what? One of our favorite listeners is going to be helping me out at PowerCon, and I didn't even think about asking George and Aileen. 
I guess they do so much other stuff for us. But um, so I have one of our great listeners is going to be helping me out with this, and and I'll uh, I'm not sure if he wants me to That's tell pretty. people. That's actually a really yeah, nice. Yeah. So isn't that a gorgeous print? This is the one he'll hopefully be Those picking nice up lines. for me. Yeah. Wow. Um, and of course, it's got the little watermark, so you can't print it. But uh, so they're doing prints of He-Man, She-Ra, and the She-Ra one's amazing. I just yeah. don't. Her head looks a little big here. Her. That's the only thing I don't like. And then I don't like her yell. Yeah. The one I probably like the most, but because I because it's from PowerCon, I want yeah. to get the He-Man one. The one I probably like the most is the Thundercats one. Oh, wow. I mean, isn't that? So you've got Mumron, his little mummy form, and then his like his power form, his powered up form, whatever you want to call it. And then you've got Lionel on the rock right before he's about to go, Thundercats, ho! So how's she doing? Oh, she's still out. Quit staring at her. You make me think she's waking up. I thought she was making sounds. So the big thing is, and this is what one of our listeners is helping us out with, is, or helping me out with, I guess he's not helping you out with, is yeah, helping you. Mattel is bringing a secret accessory to PowerCon. What's bullshit is, is they've offered to tell, uh, to tell Val Staples, he's the guy that runs He-Man.org, that uh-huh. organizes PowerCon. And he's like, no, let's keep it a secret. <laughs> so now, do you want to know? And he is a big fan of secrets. He doesn't. He he's a write, you know, writer artist. Uh-huh. He doesn't like things to get spoiled. But so this is how they figured out a way to get non-attendee people this accessory: mm-hmm. is you have to buy a ticket, and then. Su- you have to buy an extra ticket and then you can get the accessory. So our listener that's helping us out, he has to buy me a ticket, even though I'm not going. And then he, and that's how I get the free accessory. Instead of just saying, instead of just saying, if you buy a ticket, you can buy an one extra accessory or two extra accessories for five bucks. So there's a there's a site out there that's doing a pre-order for it where you pay the price of the ticket and shipping so it's like 1850 to get this accessory cuz you can buy as many tickets as you want like if our and that's why I'm not sure if our listener wants to be named or anything like that because he could literally buy 100 tickets and get 100 free accessories That's not free no, it's not. <laughs> and that's what drives me a little nuts. And that's why I'm like, I think that's why Val doesn't want people to know. Because if this accessory turns out to be some bullshit accessory, uh-huh. no one would ever do that. And now PowerCon is going to sell out on Sunday because that's the ticket that they want you to buy. PowerCon's going to sell out on Sunday just so people get this accessory. That's not free. I know. But see, the nice thing is, unlike that, I would on top of the shipping that not only on top of the the ticket that you that you have to pay, but on top of the shipping that you have to pay to get it to you. 
Yeah. Well, and see, and that's, I mean, that's the one thing. I would have gone with that company's pre-order thing, except for you don't get the print. See, with our listener helping us out, I'm going to get the print and the accessory for the $15 and then the shipping. Mm. So, I mean, that's that's worth it. (laughs) No, I know it's not free. But a plane ticket and a hotel and a rental car. Are a oh lot no, more it expensive. saves you that. Yeah. <laughs> if you were going to the con just for that, well, we no. might have to look at our relationship a little bit closer. <laughs> no, we would be going for the amazing fucking guests that they have. Again, we I still would have stance. to look at our relationship a little bit closer. <laughs> I still take the stand that they have too many guests. It's going to be it's going to be oh, overloaded. It's this one. Yeah. And now they have another amazing guest. Don't they blow have... your load all at the beginning. <laughs> She'll never come back. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, she's not going to get the attention that well, she may because this is a pretty big get. Meg Foster, the evil Lynn from the live action movie is going to be there. Sorry, I know. I'm I'm trying to get through this, so I'm missing a lot of your little innuendo jokes over there. Okay, just as long as you caught that that was an innuendo. Hopefully listeners are getting it. <laughs> as, as long as at least one person gets it, that's all I care about. So I always Other than me. <laughs> I always loved Evil Lynn from the movie. Cause look at her eyes. Those aren't contacts. That's Those that are her chick's, eyes. Yeah, her her eyes are oh, like so she's white got Haley's gray. Eyes. Are Haley's that light? Haley has think. Roxy's eyes. That's the See, only but, no, thing. No, but Roxy's eyes aren't even this light. I mean, her eyes are like almost white. They're so light really? blue. Yeah, I mean, it, I that wish. Crystal? I wish. Yeah, I wish they had. Yeah, see, they don't even have a link to... I should okay. have linked to her IMDb. But anyways, that's an awesome get right there. Because I don't think she's ever done a con as like Evil Lynn or anything. Huh. So last up in con news going on this weekend, uh, Coil Con 2, or I'm sorry, Coil Con 3 <laughs> is happening. And they did a, a cool... I love these small G.I. Joe cons that do like custom built exclusives like dairy con does are they for transformers size? now how big are these little cons are they like the size of our uh the they're toy fair that we're than doing star oh no they're bigger than our toy show by far they're bigger than our toy show but they're smaller than Starfest. so kind of picture that okay um, and okay. this one, I don't think, I mean, this one has so, like artists. It so Dairy like, Con is kind of like a step down from Starfest. A huge step down. Okay. I mean, we're talking about a few hundred people, whereas the toy show doesn't get a few hundred people. The toy show probably gets a hundred to 150 people, okay. something like that. And this is probably closer to three, 400. Oh, okay. People. Okay. Um, so they did these exclusives, and these are very cool. These were limited to 40. And what it is is they did a figure, a carded figure, and then a old-school uh, <laughs> styrene hang glider. These are some of the hardest-to-find exclusives for G.I. Joe 
uh, back in the day because they're mm -hmm. they were foam, so they're all broken up nowadays. So it's hard to find a good one. Uh -huh. So they did a glider, and there's a Cobra and a GI Joe. Um, the GI Joe is a big deal because Hasbro's never done this Dodger figure, and he's a big uh, he's a big character. Not a big, but he's a fan favorite character from the comics. So I just wanted to bring attention. There's no way you can get these unless you go to eBay. And the, these will be kind of like Canadian Joe-Con. These will be ridiculously expensive. But, uh, they look good. Yeah, I think they look great. And that's the big thing. Impressive. Yeah, especially being custom built. Carded figure, a boxed vehicle. Again, it's a foam glider, but... A boxed foam glider. <laughs> exactly. Look, real foam glider, it says. <laughs> all right. So, all right, that's con news. We're going to go ahead and take a break before we actually get into toy news. Oh, my God, this is going to be the longest episode ever, I think. Please hang in there with us. He says that every time. I know. Every episode is the longest episode ever. It, it comes close. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see you in a few. Peace. G.I. Joe wants you to join the rough and tough troopers of the Joe team. They're pumped up for some heavy-duty action. Those slithery snakes from Cobra may be bad news, but you can count on G.I. Joe to rock and roll over anyone who threatens world peace. Joe wants you. All right, guys, welcome back. Let's go ahead and get into the whole reason why we're here. Some motherfucking toy news. Uh, 2013 Year of the Snake, Energon, Optimus Prime, and Omega Supreme. So these are going to be repaints of the Energon molds for these two guys. Um, they actually combine, and I just watched a review on them by Balt Matrix, and the combination of these two are ridiculous. But these are two molds I don't have, so I'm kind of curious to see what the paint scheme looks like. Um, the Energon one was horrible, so I'm hoping this one's kind of got a cool one like the uh, Year of the Dragon Optimus Prime had this year. Uh, just two very low-res and uh, pictures right now of those. Um, Asia-exclusive Dark of the Moon leader redecos Ironhide, Starscream, and Dark Energon Megatron. What would you need, sweetie? I don't know, sweets. We're recording a show, though, over here. <laughs> you don't need to attend to. One, your dog is self-sufficient, and your child is completely passed out. <laughs> so we get a G1 Ironhide, and it's, and it's kind of cool. He's got the little yellow stripe that the van had. And then we get a G1-esque uh, Starscream masterpiece mold or leader mold. So I'm excited. She's probably eating, sweetie. Please. Okay. She's right there. Okay. Now can we record our show? <laughs> Is your mic on? Oh. <laughs> 
God. <laughs> Everybody didn't have to see, hear your vulgar profanity. <laughs> All right. So wow. I really like that star scream. I don't have that mold. If we were to able, if we were to Ironhide be looks to better. <laughs> How do you like that? <laughs> and then the dark energon Megatron is an homage to the Transformers Prime, which that don't really like any not the i like the cartoon i don't really like the dark energon megatron and i do have that mold so i'm not too worried about it 2013 lego star wars sets were announced now these don't have any pictures which kind of sucks but uh there's some kind of interesting ones here we get uh so you know how they put out those little cheap like 10 to 12 dollar uh army builder packs yep this year is going to be an Old Republic, two Sith Troopers, and two Clone Troopers. Isn't that fucking awesome? Which I don't know how you could have clones, being that it's the Old Republic, but I think they just mean two clone style, you know? You never know. Two that could Republic. be a whole new uh, set of shit that they're uh, about to come out with. I guess that's true. It's the prequel to the prequel. <laughs> To the prequel. And so the other one is Clone Troopers versus Droidicas Battle Pack. And it says Sniper Droidicas, which is funny. So Droidicas are those little yeah. wheel ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. For for yeah. you for people out there not as well versed. <laughs> In the Star Wars universe is Mrs. McFavorite. Those were the little wheel droids in episode one. Um, Send the droid cars. <laughs> oh, is it droid cars? Is it really? That's what they're called? Yeah. Oh, I always thought it was droid cars and they were... Just pronouncing it weird. Yeah. See? <laughs> Something I didn't know. <laughs> Um, so the Planet series, we're going to get Camino with an R4P17 droid and and oh, Jedi Starfighter. Cool. Not sure what that. That must be uh, uh, Obi Wan Starfighter. We're going to get Coruscant with a clone pilot and Rebel Assault Striker. Again, I don't know what that is. Asteroid Field with Tie Bomber and Tie Pilot. That's the one I'm excited about. It's the little planet series, so the little planet that you see up there, but it's an asteroid field. It's not actually a planet. I'm really interested to well, see. Well, that's what, yeah, when you said, when when you see the asteroid field part, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, exactly. And I love TIE bombers. Those are, TIE bombers and TIE interceptors are my favorite spaceships. Um, let's see, as far as the other sets go, we get an A-Wing with Akbar Han, an A-Wing pilot. This one's kind of cool. A, a new ATRT with Yoda, Clone Trooper, and Assassin Droid. Which one's the RT? Uh, it's the one that they ride like a horse. It's the two-legged thing, okay. but it's, it's not enclosed. Yeah, okay. Um, and then we get the Z95 Headhunter with two Clone Troopers and General Krell. And I don't know what that is. That must be something from the Clone Wars. And then, uh, like they showed at, uh, they showed this at Comic Con, and we've talked about this. They get the Rancor Pit as well. Now, the awesome thing about the Rancor Pit is the new Jabba set. They have the Jabba's Palace set. 
the Jabba's palace set sits on top you of the Rancor set. showing sets. me this. Yeah, we talked about it during Comic-Con episode. Oh. And then it can drop through the trap door yeah, yeah. into the Rancor pit. I love that. I didn't realize the Jabba's palace was going to be $120. So Before you said, I'm so totally getting that shit. Exactly. <laughs> I'm all over it. I might still get the Rancor one. I'm a huge Rancor fan. How much fan. is the Rancor one? I don't know. They haven't. They didn't announce. I would assume it's probably at least sixty. If I gotta wait for a sale, buy one get one same. half off. What were you gonna say? Sorry. If not the same as the Jabba's Palace. Definitely not the same as the Jabba's Palace. Think? No, because I've seen it and there's not enough gimmicks. The Jabba's Palace, you have the palace, you have a tower, there's all kinds of gimmicks, there's tons of minifigures. The minifigures are what make a set pretty expensive. They they yeah. literally price those minifigures out at like five bucks a piece, you know. Um, let's see. Takara Tomi, Arns Micron, Gaia Unicron. Here, you need a coaster for that because that it's is loud. It's almost gone. Oh, okay. Um, I've so been trying to be careful. We had a discussion on this on Twitter recently. Me, you, and Mantis Nine Nines, and a few other oh, people. Oh, is this the one in. that I said? Shh, don't let's look now. Yeah. So this is obviously wow, the nice photoshopped pretty. version of him. It's gorgeous. It's, it's not as good as look the actual at that version. Picture of it, isn't it beautiful? <laughs> I think it's ugly. There's too much shit going on. Now, see if these weird, like, flame hands were removable, because that's what it is. Did they He's blow their like wad flaming. into one? <laughs> You're just loving to blow your wad up. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Did they blow their wad into one what? Figure. Oh, no, no. I mean, this is, again, this is a Japanese one. So they, they put lots of money into each and every figure out there. Um, so he's kind of cool. I, I, I mean, I see the Unicron in him. I just, uh, how about this? Look at his alt mode. What the fuck is that? They're wad blown. <laughs> yeah, that's somebody's wad. Now, the cool thing about uh, the cool... Oh, is that... The cool thing about this is it will combine with the Optimus Prime. Now, what the fuck is that? Or the Megatron. That? Oh, the Megatron actually. Yeah, looks the Megatron good. looks better than the Prime for sure. But... Well, it kind Again, it's from the cartoon, the end of season one. There's this whole, like storyline about that about Unicron but so yeah uh, again pass at the price that it's going to be that's going to be that's going to be close to a hundred bucks he can easy. afford a picture of it <laughs> masters of the universe classics Q&A so that Mattel moves forward while Hasbro's dropped it and continues to do Q&A's with the fan sites the new comics, um, oh, the new comics or even a movie aesthetic would not be reflected in Masters of the Universe classics. So they show that the new comics have a different aesthetic to some of the main characters, and a lot of people hate it. And so they're asking, would you ever do that aesthetic in the classics line? And like they've said with everything, 
the classics line has its own aesthetic. So a merman from a comic would look like merman in the classics line because that's what merman looks like in the classics line. It doesn't matter what he looks like in the comic. Um, there was a question about new adventures figures. There's going to be multiple new adventure figures in 2013. Hopefully we'll finally see the He-Man and Skeletor there. Uh, the mini comics were drawn at full size, so it is possible to print a standard size comic from them. That's kind of cool. The little mini comics that came with, uh, this year's, uh, variant figures. So that'd be kind of cool to get full size comic versions of those. Uh, there are going to be more reveals at PowerCon. Pretty much this, they're hoping to reveal the second quarter of 2013. And then, uh, and then New York Comic Con will also have new reveals as well. Um, Sidechop, people have complained about his huge scissor hands. He will come with a pair of swappable regular hands as well. Uh, planning on two more fully tooled figures for 2013. So people asked, is you obviously probably spent your whole tooling budget on uh, Ram Man this year and they said no they have two more figures that are fully new tools that we don't know about yet which one's Ram Man uh, he's the big bulky guy that has the flat top we would have only talked about him once on, during San Diego Comic Con. Have you Comic not Con. gotten him yet? No, he's January's figure okay. for next year. Okay. He's the one that everybody's been saying, where's Ram Man? Where's Ram? He's one of the most pivotal characters in the mythos, both cartoon, oh, okay. comic, that whole thing. So, um, Talking about making more... Uh, about making prototypes closer to the product in regard to paint apps. So at cons, we see these figures that are amazing. Is she waking up? No, she's just all sitting there with her hand up in the middle of the air. Just all that. Oh, <laughs> okay. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> we're we're still in the honeymoon phase with our baby. <laughs> it hasn't told us it hates us yet. So. Or she hasn't. I yeah. see. I can't. We skip know it. what she is now. <laughs> I know. I can't. When we didn't know the sex, we caught ourselves. You had a hard time it. saying it, and now that you know what she is, you're like it. <laughs> uh, so at cons, we see these beautifully paint, hand painted prototype figures and then when we get the final production they never look the same because they can't afford to do all those pain apps they need to stop so, doing that that's what they're saying they, they're <laughs> talking to the four four horsemen about dialing back making the pain apps more realistic on what we might see on the production Paint yourselves your own figure and put it on your shelf <laughs> and then paint us what everybody else is going to get exactly maybe a little bit better <laughs> so we still have to sell it uh somebody bitched about the fighting foemen and they say they they made them because they were fan demanded foemen fighting foemen they were the they're the drivers of the model kits Okay. They're just they're from artwork essentially. Oh, okay. And uh and I I guess I never heard anybody ask, 
you know and again i'm not big on the forums or anything and i'm not hardcore into the fandom but i don't remember anyone i didn't know who the fighting foemen were until they were announced and that's what i heard from a lot of fan sites that people didn't know who the hell they were until they were announced so i find that a little interesting um quote handful so this is that that was their word of non-sub items for 2013 so these would think these will be things that will not fall into the sub so weapons packs are usually not part of the sub stands vehicles large items like granamir is a non-sub item so we're going to get a handful of those in 2013 uh while granamir won't stand up on his own i will make him stand up um he will be when he is standing he will be 30 plus inches from head to toe that's her calculus (laughs) <laughs> and so they make him so that he unfolds because most of the pictures they show him all sitting so, in and that's because that's how you always see him in the comics and right. in, and in the but cartoons they tooled him so that he actually stands up exactly but he doesn't stand up well on his own you won't be able to just put him on this table and have him stand there You'll have to lean them against but, a wall or or, or put something underneath them. But they, but he actually does. He's they didn't just create him as a yeah. Statue you don't wall. put his legs down and like his legs like are all crisscrossed or anything. Like okay. his legs are normally articulated to where he can put his legs down. Uh huh. At least as far maybe that's what they are saying. Maybe they are all crooked, but. We've only seen one picture of one leg down. That's the only picture that I've seen of him. And that leg went straight down and his foot was flat. So that's so what it I was like fetal position. I mean, that's the only thing I can come up with is where he's sitting. Yeah. Like I know listeners can't see like what I'm talking that. about, but yeah, sitting like, like this. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So his legs weren't at some weird angle. Upright. And if position. they were at an angle, that's because of the articulation. Yeah. I think what they're saying is it's more because of the weight. So the previous 12-inch figures that we've gotten have been rotocast, which means they're hollow and it's a lighter plastic. Uh-huh. While he's still hollow... Most of the it's it's standard plastic and it's and and there's parts of him that are solid plastic. So he's going to be a heavy figure, which again sucks because that means shipping's going to be expensive on him too. I can imagine shipping's going to be fifteen bucks on him, which is going to make him almost a hundred dollar figure. He better be worth it for you, babe. He'll be worth it for me. Just like your just like your marshmallow man. I can't wait for him to come out with like two left wings and three left feet or something. So right here. I put subscription just so I could rant a little bit about the subscription and and like I say, everybody talks about scare tactics, that kind of thing. I just find it really interesting. And this is coming from somebody I didn't place my subscription order until like the second to last day. Okay. But so here's what happened. Everybody should know by now. Again, we didn't ever talk about in the show because it came during our hiatus. But uh, um, so the subscription was in jeopardy. 
They said last year, no way it's ever in jeopardy. Even if we got half of last year's orders, we would still be able to make it. Well, here's the problem is they got way less than last year's subscriptions right off the bat. And that's when most people order is within that first week, two weeks. And so they got real worried. Videos started getting made and there's campaigns and blah, blah, blah. Bunch of bullshit. Well, what it came down to in the last day, it was like at, it was something like at 65% on the last day. And then somehow miraculously, the next morning, it was at 135% of what the minimum required. So they weren't reporting their numbers accurately? No, they were updating it. But see, that's the whole thing Accurately. is... Well, yeah. Th- yeah, exactly. I mean, so they're literally stating that the three to four weeks lead, or three weeks leading up to the, the subscription deadline with people begging, please go sign up for it, pleading with people, campaigns, videos, stars from the original live action movie did videos because fans reached out to them. And they did little YouTube videos saying, oh, subscribe to Masters of the Universe Classics, when I'm sure they didn't know what the fuck that was, you know? And somehow, the same amount as that entire time subscribed on that last day. There's no way. There's no way. And I haven't heard any fan sites, any podcasts, well... I guess to the level that I'm saying, like everybody said, well, maybe this or maybe that. And even Scott himself has said, yeah, a lot of people waited to the last minute. Not that many people waited to the last day. I waited to the last minute. I mean, I'm that kind of guy. I wait to the last, you know, I wait till two or three days. I did that with the G.I. Joe and the Transformer subscriptions. I waited to the second to the last day to sign up for those. I did not wait to the last day, you know? So that's just my little fucking bitch and gripe. And I'll just let you bitch and gripe. (laughs) So speaking of Transformers Collector Club, they (laughs) are doing one of the coolest collaborations. So last year... Way to follow it up with something positive about them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm proud of you, sweetie. Oh, no. This is the Transformers Collector Club. They do good, in my opinion. Oh, oh, completely different line. Yeah. They had had their credit card fraud thing. But anyways. Um, So (laughs) starting with this year's BotCon, they sold some of this year's BotCon's box sets over in Japan uh, through eHobby, which is a hobby magazine out there. Uh Uh-huh. So now we're getting the first thing that we want to have, and this will be available to us, at least to club members, is a shattered glass G1 Soundwave and Blaster set. What? Yeah. So this is the English translation. They originally put this out in Japanese and no one could read it. Um, But it says, continuing in the shattered glass world, Solar Requiem. 
Pre-orders begin in early September, and they've said it's going to be any day now. E-Hobby collaboration exclusives, Shattered Glass Soundwave versus Shattered Glass Blaster set. Bonus, collaboration comic, 12 pages, color. I love it because the English translation even reminds me of like the way Japanese, like, you know, at least in pop culture, the way they're they're portrayed, you know, like ooh, oh. comic, twelve pages, color, or like you know? in uh, "Don't Be a Menace," where it's like, "You pay me, pay me now." Yeah, there's no, there's, it's very robotic. Yeah, exactly. There's no, uh, there's no connecting words. Yeah. Um, custom sticker sheet, which that's got me a little worried. I would rather uh, tampos, but. Um, and then deluxe package design. And I'm like, I don't need a deluxe package design. I'm going to take it out anyways. But so now since now we get the same ad, but using toy pictures. So I thought this was kind of cool. Again, much less dynamic than the cool <laughs> illustration okay, because they're so G1 toys. Okay, so it didn't toys. sell as well before. So listen to us now. <laughs> exactly. Buy this because it's awesome. <laughs> so now this, you can see the Japanese that was all translated there. Yeah. Um, and then this is what really sold me. So this is the toy pictures. So, I mean, just gorgeous. They're like, no, really, look at this. It's cool. So G1 sound, I mean, look at those bright neon colors. Oh, Oh, my God. Look at that. That'll go with Mackenzie's outfit. (laughs) Look at that. So you get a blue wrap bat. Oh, God. A blue. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyways, go check out the show notes. If you haven't seen this thing, it's amazing. I cannot, I cannot wait for this i am ultra excited this is probably one of the things i'm most looking forward to all year anyways official masterpiece images so again some more sound wave here so we're getting nice bright colored pictures of sound wave and laser beak and then also red alert and sound swipe this Oh my god, this laser beak looks amazing compared to all the other laser beak toys we've gotten and his weapons fold into his alt mode. Oh god. He's very red. Dude. <laughs> yes, that is the color red. This is <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> we get a cool G1 uh Megatron gun. Um it's very gun-like. God, it almost looks like it transforms. Very it almost looks like black. it's a world smallest. Oh, he's uh, not paying attention that, to my jokes. I'm sorry. You're like, I'm just going to turn off my mic. <laughs> no, I was making sure that my mic was on, <laughs> dick. <laughs> oh, and shit. it is, look. It is, oh, yeah, it definitely is. That's actually me all peeking out there. But finally up, uh, again, this is just something I I put out there. I read it. I thought it was pretty interesting. I follow a site called Toy News Online, and it's it's basically an industry uh, trade website. And so 
as far as news goes, they get everything like a month later than the fan sites and shit like that. But they have a lot of good insider information. So they had this article and it features, uh, it features, uh, professionals. This is a, a toy sector analyst. There's a retailer on here, a supplier, uh, which is a guy from Bandai. So it's all different takes on the action figure segment of the market. So again, nothing groundbreaking. Again, nothing that I could really, even at this point, I read it so long ago that I could be like, oh yeah, it said this. It's just kind of an interesting, and it's interesting short read. I mean, it, it's it's not long at all. So check out the show notes. Go check that out. All right, fan-made projects and impossible impossible toys are going to be making one of my favorite versions of the Seekers ever. They're making the Tetra Jets. So in the original episode of Transformers, the first pilot episode, the Seekers, so Starscream, Skywarp, and Thundercracker, uh-huh. were these Tetra Jets is what they're called. And here's a picture of them here. These very cool, like, uh, uh, oh, wow. pyramid-looking jets. You know, very, quote, futuristic and uh-huh. everything. So they'll be making this. And they'll basically uh, they'll basically be uh, shell formers. So you can see all of the... All of the stuff on the outside I here. Love that primer shit, dude. <laughs> well, and this isn't even primer. This is computer animated. Oh, see? these aren't that even looks physical even prototypes yet. <laughs> so I love these again. Um, and this is 2012, so they don't. These should be coming out pretty soon, or at least start getting some color pictures here. Again, they're the ones that made the Alicon that I was really excited about. That quality, the reviews I've seen, the quality is just not amazing on it, um, especially for the price. So I'd be really curious to see how much these are going to be. Is your coffee not even keeping you up? No. Oh, I'm sorry, sweet. It's made me very fidgety. (laughs) But you're still falling asleep. (laughs) You can't sit still, but you can't stay awake. <laughs> it's a very unfortunate position. <laughs> yes, because you're very distracting and not participating very much all at the same I time. I can't get comfortable. It's just as bad as being, what was, where was I at that point? Eight months pregnant when I was standing, standing. Oh, yeah. Recording. Yeah. Like the only, the only comfortable position was standing. Yeah. Yeah, that's two weeks before you gave birth. Was that? I'm pretty sure that no, was the last No, that was episode. the second to the last cast, wasn't it? Oh, maybe it was. So four we weeks? All, yeah, maybe. And maybe there. five. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> TFC Toys have showed off their Persis, I guess is how you pronounce this. Persis. <clears throat> and this is uh, basically a shattered glass deco of... Uh, uh, devastator of their Hercules. So remember that huge devastator T2RX6 did great reviews on yep. it for the show, that kind of stuff. So this is an Autobot version of that. 
So it's mostly red, white, and it's got some blue mixed in. So I'm kind of meh. Very patriotic. Yeah. And then You're we also get. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> so I don't try to come back later and say, oh, I want that. It's well, going to no. be five, six hundred bucks. You sound very unpatriotic. Oh, oh, I'm oh. unpatriotic. Oh. Now oh, I'm getting there the it jokes. Is. There it is. <laughs> yeah, That's I'm mad right. about my country. Meh. I'm, I'm the only one who gets my humor, apparently. <laughs> I find that to be true quite often. <laughs> I'm fucking hilarious. <laughs> you keep telling me that. <laughs> so. <laughs> the voices in my head laughing all the time. <laughs> so we get our first color shots of Project Uranus. And uh, the... <laughs> I know it's so unfortunate. Like I don't know in Japan if that's just doesn't have like the giggle factor that it does here or what. But uh only to the only to the sector that actually had like American classes or you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm sure uh um uh, Not English classes, just a anus isn't the same word in English, is it? it? Well, I'd be curious about that. Is anus anus in Japan? Because that's the only reason it's why the planet name is Uranus is funny, is because in America our asshole is our anus, so it's oh, your so. anus. So, but <laughs> if in Japan. The technical term for an asshole isn't an anus, then it wouldn't be funny out there, you know. Maybe so, it's your gina. <laughs> um, See again, there is a roar of applause up in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what matters, baby. Is that that you make yourself laugh? <laughs> <laughs> that that there's a bunch of sounds in my head. Yeah. Oh, okay, you should be more concerned, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> so what's cool here is we get colored uh, colored versions of the jets, and then we also get the first look at the com uh, combiner parts. So you get the fist and the foot, and there's a color foot over there. <laughs> and this is what drives me nuts is these people that take pictures and then so, okay. post this ultra-low-res so version of it. So go back, expand. Okay. So the fist and the foot, he makes a fist and a foot? Yes. That's unfortunate. Well, no. See, here's the foot and here's the fist. And this will be a leg, I should say. They make a limb. Exactly. Yeah. So that cool guy that's standing right there mm -hmm. makes those two uncool things. No. A fist and a foot. No. This guy makes this jet. And I this guy makes this jet. Oh. Yeah, there you go. There no. it is. <laughs> well, do you and see how it's kind of parts. laid out? Well, yeah. They're still in their primer, and you see the foot and the hand in the primer. But that no, they they make the jets, and these are just part of the combiner. Okay, but you see where I was going? Like, yes, I definitely. He makes it. a cool jet, and then there's a fist and a foot. 
<laughs> that he that, makes. Oh, that the other guy made. If you I line see. up the pictures, yeah. Okay, you see it? I see. Okay, he we're makes there. this jet. That, oh, okay. I thought I'm you were like, saying like, he made the foot, and this guy made this really small hand. I'm like, how the fuck would he make this little hand? Well, what I was trying to put together is how fucked up is that? Is that you get technically two or three toys cool out of jet. that one, but you, but. It's two really lame toys and a cool one, but you get one really cool toy with that other really cool robot. <laughs> no, I get it now. Mama McFavorite needs to not drink anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like you say, you shouldn't be handling our daughter tonight. <laughs> and I won't be. So do not call the, the special authorities, folks. I will not be handling our daughter. <laughs> So we get some great pictures of the new fans projects or uh, make toys guys coming out. Um, this is our first shot at the rumored Minasaur or not Minasaur combiner. So this is another third party combiner coming out. So Minasaur is the car one, the Decepticon car combiner. So that's why you have two cars. Hey, does that one make that car? <laughs> Okay, sorry. I I won't I won't drag it on like Family Guy does. <laughs> He's at the one on our left. Yes, this guy makes this one, and this guy makes that one. The one on our left is really awesome. Oh. He's big and bulky and cool looking. I just don't like the car. I don't like the futurist. Like this could be a modern day Lamborghini. Yeah. Easy. But this looks like something out of Energon, which well, is a Transformers one where they're all futuristic. That could either be a Shelby or a... Um, I mean, look how weird it is. Or a Bumblebee. Or a just bulked up Bumblebee I saw. And I didn't point it out. I was zoning out on it so much I didn't point it out. A beautiful, like, it was a... Like a, not a bright red, but a, dark, a maroon uh -huh. red brand fucking new bumblebee oh wow like this year bumblebee it was oh crazy gorgeous like 2013 and That's i was nuts. just like oh and then it <laughs> passed and i didn't say anything to you when we were driving down wrap anyway so the next thing is we get a uh, new pictures of broadside which man one thing i really mm -hmm. loved was we get uh new insecticon redecos so these are the black and purple guys that we talked about for a really long okay. time. So these are redecos of of different Insecticons that were out in G1. And they weren't identical to the the original Insecticons, but what they've done is they've taken them and put them in their decos. And so, this is an awesome homage to Okay, so Insecticons loves. they actually turn into bugs. Robotic bugs. Right. Not realistic looking bugs. Why is it that every time that I see an ins you call them insecticons, they don't look like bugs? Um, well, I guess it depends on what you, again, not a realistic bug. So it looks like a robot that has four legs and pinchers. You know, does that look like a bug? If it's got four legs and pinchers, yeah. Oh, really? And the ones I've pointed out, you don't think... I don't know. It's been a long time since we've talked All about right. these. Okay. You're like, move on. Move on. Sorry. Asking <laughs> no, a question. There's not a straight answer. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Mech Ideas, which is a new company on the block, is making something that to me is one of my most favorite things coming out. It's one of the most hated things in the G1 era, but I love them so. They are making homages to Twin Twist and uh, Top Spin, the jump starters. So I love these guys. They're Wreckers, which is one of my favorite crews. And And so these are actually transforming versions. This is kind of in uh, in the IDW version of them. Okay. Uh, So these guys back in the day, you would pull them back, you folded them in half, you pulled them back, they would race across the ground and then just pop Pop open. So there was no transformation to them. You just folded them in half. And that's why people think they're a big joke. Is that kind of like a version of a shelf warmer? Yeah, I don't even know what that would be called. Because <laughs> isn't isn't that a technically former, a shell former is when they folds within itself, but there's not like twist turn twist turn twist turn yeah, boom look a, I'm another thing. It's a a, a shell former is their entire alt mold is made up of panels that don't go anywhere. They just fold up in, or is that just the way how mine does my? Uh, dump truck one. Oh, your retgar, your animated retgar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your animated retgar is is it's kind of a different version of a shell former where it it does just have a shell like it doesn't have a it lot of It literally is yeah, a shell. Exactly. And he just wears it on his back and for the most just, part. Floop, he crabs it. Yeah. Whereas like Ultra Mammoth, the new like Mammoth one. Uh-huh. Like Every everything that is, he's made up with is a panel. It's not like he just has a mammoth sitting on his back, but he has like ten panels hanging off of his back. Oh. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't necessarily call these shell formers. But. Okay, what's the blue versus the tan in the picture? It looks like they're well, like it combiners. should be white. I think this is just well, not color. The blue, colors of- the the two different colors. It looks like they're showing that they're a combiner, and this is what this is, and this is what that is. No, this is his alt mode and his robot mode. And then this is his robot and his alt. So you see they're kind of reversed, and that's how they were in G1. Okay. See, he's white chest and upper legs. Yeah. Oh, I little. see. I see it. Okay. And uh, so his are like little, uh, I don't want to call them spikes, but. Kind of like shovel style. Yeah. You know, for lack of a better word. Uh, and his were, and his are drills. Okay. Not shovels, but a forklift. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Like forks, yeah. That is a good way to put it. That is kind of what they're like. So again, these are two of my favorite toys back when I was a kid. Again, because I didn't get a lot of the cool Transformers because we didn't have a lot of money. Uh These were cheap. Again, because there wasn't a lot of engineering that went into them kind of thing. So there is. (laughs) Good stretches. All right, we're going to go ahead and go into store report, um, just mainly because we're going to blow through it, except for we're going to talk about the last two things, and then we're going to go ahead and take a break before we go on to online. So these are sightings. These are things that are showing up in stores around the country. If you didn't know, 
Now you know and you can go hunt for them. So the MTT has been showing up at Walmart. That's that huge tank we talked about from Episode 1, Star Wars. Uh, the Toys R Us exclusive speeder bikes have started showing up. Those are the ones we talked about during Comic-Con that blow up. Oh, the yeah, first, yeah. The first speeder bike since the vintage that'll blow apart. That comes with the cool flight stand. Transformer Prime... Deluxe Wave 5 is showing up. That's Sergeant Cup and the Rumble. I'm excited about the Rumble, not so much about the Cup. Cyberverse Legion and Commander Wave 4 showing up. Uh, wave 4 of Legion is just a repaint wave. It's bullshit in my opinion. Um, but the Commander has the Skyquake, and that's gotten pretty good reviews. Voyager Dreadwing has shown up, and lots of people are liking that Voyager Dreadwing from Transformers Prime. Uh, the true uh, Toys R Us slash Asia exclusives that we should be getting here soon are showing up in Canada, so that's kind of cool. Um, Prime First Editions will be, and this is more news, they haven't shown up yet, but uh, these will be showing up at True, Entertainment, Earth, and BBTS. So these are not going to be a straight, true, exclusive entertainment. It's basically going to be an online exclusive as well. So if you wanted that First Edition Viacon, First Edition Bulkhead, First Edition RC, you still going to have your chance online uh the very cool target darth maul returns battle pack that we've been talking for the last talking about the last couple shows with the night sister and uh and savage Opress, darth maul with his yeah, mech yeah. legs uh that should be hitting uh target on september 11th so not to date the show too much but in two days <laughs> Or I guess to date the show, very specifically. Uh, it's kind of weird that it's on September 11th. That and just exactly from Colorado. One that really, Mackenzie will be exactly one month. Yeah, she'll be one month old when I'll be at a Target trying to buy that. <laughs> and according to Baby Zaras, Mackenzie's uh, due date. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, new Asia exclusive leg legend variants are showing up in Dollar General. So they had they had the uh, um, these are the ones that are more shiny and they come with weapons. So you get the cool sword from the Motormaster. And then uh, the Starscream actually has his null rays that can mount under his wings that instead of being part of the transformation. Um, and we've been hearing more reports about the Dollar General Joes showing up again. So if you miss those and you do have Dollar Generals in your area, um, those are showing up again. Kmart Vintage Package ATST, we saw this in almost every Kmart we checked. Um, has been showing up as well as the new two packs. And when we checked a few weeks ago, there were none of those two packs. Only the came only the ATST, the Return of the Jedi vintage packaged with the cool. I guess it's cool. I I don't really think it's cool because I'm more of a Hoth ATST guy. But it's the Return of the Jedi, so he has dirt on his feet. That's cool. He's dirty. Yeah. I know you like things dirty. dirty. I like things clean. That's why I like snow. Makes everything look all clean and glistening. 
Moving on. <laughs> True exclusive. Creo Devastator with Ironhide. So we didn't even know about this until this hit, and I still haven't seen this anywhere. Uh, I actually haven't checked online because it's not one I'm really interested in. Um, so this is the very ugly movie style Devastator. I guess he's not really movie style. He's just got the ugly uh, Devastator parts. Does it have balls? <laughs> No balls. He is lacking. Well, it looks like he comes with a a ball here, but no balls hanging from his. I was going to say, I'm talking nuts. Oh, I know what you're talking. You're talking about some wrecking ball nut action. Okay. (laughs) So this will come with a extra iron hide, which is kind of cool. And not just a Creo figure, an actual transforming quote transforming creo ironhide and then lastly wave six of star tours figures have started to show up and this is kind of cute let's take a look at these oh <laughs> so i still think this is the oh, funny that's so you have goofy as tc14 from phantom menace okay that carrying, looks yeah, incredibly phallic exactly Carrying the penis thermos from uh, on his tray with a couple of nuts. See, we've had min- we've had this Amidala before. Was it Daisy? Daisy Duck is this Amidala? I don't remember. You have it in your room. I could go run and look real quick yeah, if you would I'm like me to. Not too worried about it. But we've got a uh, Pluto in an R two D two. This is kind of cute. That's really like cute. That's like he's really wearing cute. it like a costume. He's all popping out. I love this, especially because it has soft goods. You got Donald Duck as Darth Maul. And then uh, Stitch as Yoda, which I always thought Stitch was better as Yoda because they've done him as the Emperor. Yeah. I think he looks a what lot What else better. has he been? Stitch is something else. Too. Yeah, he's been something <gasps> else as well. Grievous. He played a good Grievous because he's got the multiple arms. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. So... And there's just some more close-ups here. But, it's awesome. So if you're a big fan of these guys, again, uh, there is a way to get these if you, over the phone, like old school mail order. They don't have a website for them. But there is a way to get these figures over the phone. We put it in one of our shows way back when. If you Google Disney Park mail order, you have to be able to call up and you have to be able to explain to them well enough. Like you can't say, I want season six figures found at Disneyland. You'd literally have to say, I want Minnie Mouse as Queen Amidala, Stitch as Yoda, that kind of thing. You can order these over mail order. Um, they're expensive to begin with, uh, considering their limited articulation. They're still 10 to 12 bucks. And then their shipping is ridiculous because I ordered a set of these a few years back, and, and it was yeah. like it was like twenty bucks to get six figures shipped. But so that's it for store report. Lots of stuff out there, man. If you've been waiting for, uh, and I should preface this with, we haven't seen that much here. I haven't seen a lot of new product here. Yeah, he hasn't spent nearly as much time in the toy hall aisle has as i have in the baby aisle (laughs) yeah yeah i'm like i'll go look at my toys you go look at the baby stuff and just i'll either meet you or you meet me and i'm always Mm -hmm. going to the baby aisle because there's just nothing there to look at 
So, but keep your eyes out. These have been spotted across the nation. So hopefully you'll be finding something near you to spend your hard-earned money on. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and we'll be back with Online. Peace. Star Wars figures, R2-D2, Chewbacca, Luke, and Princess Leia. They're the Star Wars early bird set of figures. These four action figures are not yet available, but this Star Wars early bird certificate package is in stores. With this colorful Star Wars picture display stand and certificate to send in to get a set of four figures by mail. They'll be sent to you at home between February 1st and June 1st. The Star Wars early bird certificate package, new from Kenner. All right, guys, welcome back. <laughs> Let's talk about some new items and pre-orders showing up on the interwebs. First up, Big Bad Toy Store has their Dark Energon Deluxes and Voyagers up for pre-order. And they're actually a pretty reasonable price. Especially considering that's what these cost retail nowadays. You know, Deluxes cost 15 bucks retail. So, uh... I just don't really have any interest in this. So you get a you get a Defender Bumblebee, a Defender Wheeljack, and then a Knockout and a Starscream. Now the one thing I do like about these is one, they're they're semi-translucent. And that kind of makes them cool. But the thing that I really like about the Starscream is it's in Skywarp colors. And that's Skywarp's thing is that he would he would disappear and reappear. Like mm-hmm. that was his kind of special thing. So I think that's really cool that he's semi translucent. Because oh, it's kind of like Skywarp's that either colors. that in or out. Yeah, he's like phases in and out kind of thing. Do you know so, what I like about him? What? I like the pictures. <laughs> Trust me. If I could <laughs> if, if he didn't come with everybody else. He would be a no-brainer, but I'm not going to pay 60 bucks when I only want one of the figures, you know. But yeah, so like I was saying, it's for four deluxes, 60 bucks. That's retail nowadays, so that's a really good price in my opinion. Um, and then the deluxes is Prime and Megatron, and this is where that Dark Energon <clears throat> Megatron comes in. And these aren't as good a price. I think Voyagers, it's good. It's been forever since I bought one. I think Voyagers are 20 bucks still. What? Prime looks awesome. Anyway, he does look kind of cool. The big Autobot logo on his hood. Uh-huh. I'm just, they have no draw to me at all. I would see, say oh, here, see, Megatron looks better here. Oh, yeah, no. See, and that's what's funny. They flip-flop because I don't like... Uh, well, Megatron's alt mode is ridiculous. This fucking... I hate that. This weird Cybertron jet thing with his head yeah. popping out of the middle. But, oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But his robot, robot mode looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, Prime's uh, alt mode is awesome. I think it's awesome. But I don't like his robot mode. Yeah. Well, His legs to are too the, skinny. Yeah. Well, and that's the prime. It's aesthetic. like the teenager version <laughs> of Optimus Prime. It's like the prepubescent. Now, one of the things that I'm really excited about, and they're already pre-sold out, 
But again, I think people don't understand that this is a Walmart exclusive. And uh, so if you live by a Walmart, this should be available to you. I think people just don't want to take the chance. And it's only going to be 30 bucks at Walmart. Here they had it for 40 bucks. This is their G2 gift set. So you get and and I don't 40 think bucks this plus is, shipping, right? Yeah, plus shipping. And see what I don't get and and maybe so this is supposed to be like a laser prime, but see this isn't really a laser prime. This is more of an homage to the Diaclone powered convoy which I'm very excited about because that's the Ultra Magnus. That's the Diaclone Ultra Magnus mold. But anyways, you get a G2 Jazz, and then you get a Scourge or a Motormaster and a Thundercracker. So it's kind of weird. The only, in my opinion, the only G2 figure here is Jazz. But... And maybe that G2 gift set is just what's been kind of coined in the uh, coined in the community or something. But so it's pre-sold out on Bid Bat Toy Store. But again, this is a Walmart exclusive. So if you've got a Walmart by you, you should be seeing that. Uh, one of the cooler announcements is that they are finally coming out with the Henke Ultra Magnus. Uh, what makes this much better than the American release is one, he's almost all white. So the, the American version, his legs were blue and he had gray upper thighs. This one has chrome on it also. So again, this is one of those, as much as I'm an ultra Magnus fan and I got to have everything. I have the American mold that I spent $10 on. I can't justify the $80 price tag yeah. for this Voyager, even though he looks amazing. Um, Got an awesome picture of him right there. <laughs> uh, the uh, true exclusive masterpiece Thundercracker has showed, shown up both in stores and online. Uh, the, sh the shitty thing is, is he showed up this week while, uh, while they were having oh, a yeah. sale on their transformers. And so for about two hours, he was on sale for like 55 bucks. Uh, so almost, uh, he was basically, uh, 20% off. See what I don't get is that. Did the guys that put all this shit up there, did they drag and drop the wrong shit, the wrong file? No, there just wasn't, there, there wasn't somebody saying, hey, this is an exclusive of ours. It shouldn't be on sale for a while. When it first comes out, it should be full price. When something like this first hits their website, uh -huh. it sells out right away at full price because everybody wants it. So there's no reason to put it on sale. Uh -huh. So when you put it on sale, you're just costing yourself money. Right. So basically the website guys didn't talk to the marketing guys or whatever. Uh -huh. They put it up there for sale. People probably went nuts and there was probably 3,000 of them ordered in two hours and they took it off the and website. And they were like, 
Wow, this is selling really. Oh shit! Yeah, it's on sale. It's not supposed to be on sale, you know. You and know that red button? Hit the red button. <laughs> so I missed it. I missed it by about a half an hour. The last like positive, like hey, I was able to get it and I got my confirmation was about a half an hour beside before Aww. I saw it. Yeah, which sucks, but. I'll get a 20% off coupon to use on him eventually, you know. The Grimlock, he's hard to find now, but he hung around forever. You could have got a Masterpiece Grimlock or a Masterpiece Rodimus forever, you know. So If you're not trying to scalp it. I mean, resell it. I mean. What do you mean? I mean, I mean. I mean, moving on. Okay. Uh, if you're if you're if it's a toy that you really want, uh huh, it doesn't matter when you get it. If you get it, you're you're thankful, right? Yeah. But if you're like, oh shit, it's it's on sale right now, and I oh can I see what you yeah you can resell right now it. You and at least get, get retail more. for yeah. it, if not more. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it goes for a mint right now. Slick never. And I don't know. I guess I just don't use the right. I guess I just have bad timing or something. You just well, you never just get what a, I'm saying. Well, you just said unless you resell it, and that doesn't make unless much if sense. you're trying to resell it. I mean, get more for it. I yeah, mean, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get that you were saying that. If it's on sale, you'll make even more money reselling it. I just don't say it well enough for you. It's all good. I've, I've completely lost my sarcasm, and it makes me sad. <laughs> I'm so sorry, sweetie. I used to be an incredibly sarc- sarcastic person. And it's so horrible that you're not anymore. It is. It's not. <laughs> all all right. right. And I just realized that's a whole spoiler right there. Oh, God, and I left it on it. Okay. The Lego uh, Star Wars. Oh, Advent it is. Car- what yeah, the fuck? they show every single one. Isn't that ridiculous? That is an advent calendar, you dicks. <laughs> exactly. So the Lego uh, Star Wars advent calendar is now released. I've seen. We saw it at a Toys R Us. Toys R Us, sixty dollars. Yeah. Six zero. Um, and it's not that many pieces. Again, it's Star Wars. Yeah, You've got mini figs in there. Um, <laughs> now it's on Amazon, and it's 50 So this is almost guaranteed what the MSRP. Like, this is what you're going to find it for in Kmart or Walmart or Target. Be interested to see what it is at the Hallmark shop. Hallmark shop? Ha- Hallmark. Does Hallmark? They don't sell Lego. At least not the advent calendar. Oh, they just sell if the they have ornaments like that Lego. are Lego? Oh, yeah. They, oh, yeah. Because those never aren't gotten, true like Lego. Yeah, They're like I've a never sculpture. Gotten a, I've never gotten one of the... Never mind. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. No worries. I'm slowly coming down. So they always spoil a little bit. They show a few of the models on the cover. But if you're interested... I like this to be more of a surprise when I open it. If you're interested, the Amazon shows you exactly what you're getting in it. So, so. if you don't want to know what's in your advent calendar, which is the purpose of an advent calendar, 
Don't scroll over the images where it says click for a larger image and other views. <laughs> so, again, this is uh, $10 more expensive than it was last year. Um, I think this. Uh, Did I really get you an advent calendar last year? Yes, sweetie. Wow. Why do, how do I not remember that? I don't know, baby. Probably because I bought it and you said, oh, I'm supposed to buy it and that'll or be from me or something like that. because your Hoth figure, your Hoth set. My birthday. Clouded. My Hoth base set you yeah. got for my birthday. Oh, God. Quit looking. Okay. Stop we're, it. We're going off of this. <laughs> All right. So that's available if you're a Lego Star he Wars He just can't fan. help himself. He's like, other images. Oh, <laughs> I thought this was really interesting. So uh -huh. the G.I. Joe and Transformers subscription services went up for order, which pisses me off that they put them both up almost at the same time. They were a week apart. So if you timed it perfect, you might have been able to get it on two different checks, you know. But I ordered them within a week of one another. So then I got to fucking pay you know, pay the both subscription prices, which I'm doing the installments, but it's still a hundred bucks for the first installment that you had to pay. But I thought this was kind of interesting. So Big Bad Toy Store has the individual figures up there. So the whole subscription costs 300 bucks. But you can see different figures go for different amounts. So like my Ultra Mammoth, and this is an Ultra figure, so it's big is 130 bucks, okay, out of that quote 300. Then they have the Scourge, which is just a deluxe figure that we've gotten lots of different times. It's also 100. And then you get the first edition Starscream as Slipstream, which is from the Transformers Animated, and it's also 100. But then you get the Action Master characters that no one gives a shit about. In the animated molds, you get the Lockdown, which is Circuit, and he's only 40. And then you have Jackpot and the Jazz mold, which this is interesting because this Jazz, they used the Generations Jazz mold for a Jackpot for a BotCon exclusive this year. So this is kind of a cool homage to that. Um, but he's only 40. So it just shows you what the demand, how demand dictates what these stores sell these for. You know? Because they're probably not going to be able to get rid of this circuit or this jackpot. Because no one wants them. You know? Well, if they would have colored them differently. As well, opposed to like they're looking like a clown Throw up on them. They're homages to late G1 Action Masters, which was late 80s bright colors. Bright Did they sell colors. well back then? Because that's fugly. Well, they were hard to find back then. That's why people think they're cool, is because they're some of the hardest to find figures. Oh, that shit is getting so old. <laughs> And then so and then the G.I. Joe's the same way. So you saw there was a couple sold out already. So here you have a figure like Surefire, which no one knows who the hell he is. Again, the average collector doesn't know who he is. So he's going for the the generic twenty-five bucks. But then you have a collector 
uh, a collector coveted figure like Dice here, and he's 60. Jinx is 60. Big Boa is 60, and he sold out. So is CoverGirl. She sold out at 60. So I, I just thought this was a really interesting look on how an online toy store does this, you know? They don't get a special discount or anything. They just have the capital to be able to buy a hundred of these subscriptions, you know? So they put them up there and they make the popular ones more expensive and the unpopular ones. Like this is cheaper than it than than what I'll be paying. I'll be paying $27 for that figure. So their prices are cheaper for the the ones that aren't popular. The problem is, is the ones that I really want from the subscription are the ones that they're charging $60 for. So I'd almost end up paying the same amount for the subscriptions just to get the popular ones I want. Don't you think that's in? Okay, moving on. It's interesting. It's not interesting because all you can see is that I'm paying money for it. So you don't see the interest in it. You're just like, oh, he's paying a lot of money for a toy again. People are paying a lot. Not just yeah. you. Oh, not just me. But you don't have any interest in the, like, the pricing, like how these stores are saying they're pricing. Because all you see well, is me buying a toy I for a lot of I just find it money. interesting. Is who de- so who determines what makes that figure so interesting? The fandom. The fandom says, oh, my God, Big Boa. Big Boa. I got to have Big Boa. Because these people that run these toy stores aren't some guy in a suit being like, yes, I'm making margin on my investments. These are toy collectors that run these I- big toy stores. So they have, a, they have their finger on the pulse of the community. You yeah, know? but what makes that – what makes – just one of those figures so much more valuable because, because there's one in that, every case. No, no. Cause you get one of each of those in the subscription. It's because more fans like that figure, more fans like that character. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I that's, mean, it's that's, same- that's better than the star Wars. That's a better excuse than the star <laughs> Wars. Like, there's only one of them in the case, so I I must pay $500 for it. <laughs> well, but see, those are also, if it was only one in the case and no one liked that character, no one would care. The problem is, is yeah, Hasbro ha- fucks up and they make a very popular character one in a case and a, and a not very popular character two in a case. That's how you get a peg warmer. So you have Darth Maul one to a case, and you have a weird Naboo security guard one in a case. The Darth Maul's going to fly off the pegs, and that Naboo security guard is going to sit there for Why do seven they months. Even make figures that you know, <laughs> random guy number twenty-seven. I'm going to make a figure of him Be- and not make any money on it because we're just going to. It's just going to sit on the pegs. Because the fandom will bitch about that. They'll bitch about all you make are Darth Vader's, Luke Skywalker's, and Darth Maul's. We want the ice cream guy from one scene in Empire Strikes Back as he runs across the screen with his little ice cream maker. We just want you to make it. We never said we'd buy it. Yeah. We just want you to make it. Exactly. Exactly. 
it's like the six is, it's the six uh, booby chick everybody's like you never made the six booby chick well they did make it in the vintage but you haven't ever remade but it. you never bought it then yeah. why do you think we're you're gonna <laughs> exactly. buy it now i just that's another reason okay moving it's on. frustrating so to that perfect point here's the Jocasta New exclusive is now up for pre-order that they had revealed at Comic Con. Perfect segue. So this is Brian. This is a Brian's Toys exclusive, and uh, so this is a figure. It always rates really high up in every fan fan poll. I've voted for it. I've really wanted this figure. On the back, it shows like the live, live action Clone Wars, and then the the comic. comic. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, I I mean I like the packaging, and so I've voted for her. I really wanted a Jedi librarian. I thought she looked cool with her chopsticks in her hair and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And uh, and so uh, uh, they. They said, well, we're never going to put out a librarian. No kid is going to buy this. So Brian's Toys stepped up to the plate and they said, Aha, but collectors will. Yeah. So let's make it an exclusive. And they did a good job with it. This packaging is nice. I I was wondering how they were going to get the Dooku head with the pedestal if she was going to be single carded. Yeah, do you have a close up on that Dooku head? Ah, uh, yeah, down. Oh, because you were sh- you were showing here. me this earlier, but I, I was showing you one of you the. Were sh- no, you showed me this. Oh, and I just didn't ask at that point if there yeah. was a close up. Oh, there's that. And that yeah, that's illustrated though. The ones from Comic Con do. I, I okay. just don't have that's time cool. to go that's find fine. it, but. It's a really good sculpt because it's an it's not just a realistic looking head, it's like literally like an artistic sculpture of mm-hmm. it. It looks like a like a relief style sculpture of it. So I mean I'm excited for this. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pre order. You get a free proof card, so you get that. You get a non- You'll get it when it goes on clearance. Or when Brian's Toys runs a promotion, or I can find somebody that will do they run promotions for like uh fifteen bucks off seventy five dollars or more. Mm-hmm. And considering this is exactly twenty five, if I can find two other people that'll wait for wait with me to one of those promotions, then we'll get it for twenty bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. I would pay twenty. This is like this is what you would get at a con for a $20 exclusive. I just don't want to pay 25 and expensive shipping. Brian's mm-hmm. toys has expensive shipping, you know, but I do want this. I just, I don't think it's going to be very popular, but who knows? Maybe they'll make it in such a small run. It will be popular and it'll be hard to find and it'll become one of the most expensive star Wars toys ever. You know, I like that piece of art. Without all the lettering, that's actually really cool. Yeah, the illustration Mm -hmm. with her holding one of the fucking holocrons. But, so, that's up for pre-order if you want. We've got links in the show notes to all those pre-orders. Now we're going to get into what I got. And I got a lot since we've been doing this. First up, I got the G.I. Joe Field Manual by uh, Jim Swordson and Bill Foster. Is this or Forster, I should oh, say. Sorry, go ahead and talk about it. Yeah, this is the book that I ordered sight unseen. 
they just talked about it. And again, I must, I either missed it or they never mentioned that this whole book is black and white. That's what I was just going to I'm like, it's a reference book for a cartoon and it's in black and white. Uh, it's really disappointing. It's going to be Mackenzie's first coloring book. <laughs> no, when not. she's when she's in her senior year of high school in a advanced art class. <laughs> there you go. Yes, there you go. I can I can handle that. Once she's inking at a college level, I'm, I'm down for her to color this. Um, I should have known better. I thought it was an amazing deal. It's 200 pages. Um, the content is great. Again, there's not long descriptions or anything. It's kind of bullet points for each character and vehicle that was in the cartoon, that kind of thing. Um, 210 pages, and it's only 10 bucks. And it's free shipping if you order 25 more or if you have Prime, which if any, any of you out there are parents, they have a mom account for Amazon Prime that you can get Amazon Prime if you can prove you're a mom. We haven't looked into it because you have the student account. I know, which should be expiring here pretty soon, so I should, should it? Oh, try to yeah. transfer on my way over to the mom account. Well, we'll have to look into that. But yeah, I've been using yours anytime I order something and I don't do 25 bucks or more. Yeah, we should probably adjust that email address because every time I get one, I'm like, what did I... Motherfucker. Well, <laughs> So, kind of, I mean, it's great. It's amazing for $10. I mean, that's what it comes down to. It. I mean, it's a full-size book. It's not yeah. like some little, like, novel-size book or anything. It's a full-size book. Gorgeous full-color art on the front and the back. Yeah. It's just everything else is black and white in it. But, I mean, great. Showing yeah, of the I mean, illustration. The, the I mean, art is really good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, everything inside was great. I just expected it to be color. Um, I got a fall of Cybertron Shockwave thanks to one of our most loyal listeners, T2RX6. He ran a, he ran a contest. So th this was awesome of him. I got to give it to him because I don't think I'll do this the first time I get a revenue check. He got his first. So when you put ads on your YouTube channel, uh -huh. once you have $100 worth of ad revenue, they cut you a check. Uh -huh. Okay. So he's he's been doing all of these amazing third-party Transformer reviews. Uh -huh. And he's gotten his first revenue check. And so instead of just saying... Man, I pay a lot of money for these third-party toys. I put a lot of time into doing reviews for them. I deserve this. He literally said, it's because you, the people that watch my videos, that I got this check. So I'm going to reinvest it into you. So he bought three prizes. Two of them were uh, Follow Cybertron Shockwaves. Mm -hmm. And he held a contest and it was literally all you had to do is tell him if you wanted one of those or if you wanted a weaponizer prime, you know, and uh, and and it was for only people that had been subscribed to him. I, I loved that caveat. You couldn't subscribe to him and still enter the contest. Mm -hmm. um, can you uh, can you put new music on? Do you mind? Thank you.
And so, uh, so awesome little contest, and I happened to win one. So I was very excited to get that shockwave. And the amazing part about it, I knew I would dig on the robot mode, but I thought I was going to hate the vehicle mode because it's just basically some kind of weird Cybertronian spaceship-looking thing. But I actually turned out to love it. And mainly it's because of the way his arm cannon integrates into the robot mold. Uh, it kind of, it, it's not just a gun that sticks off the side. It actually gets kind of put inside of him and like covered up uh, with his alt mode. So I thought that was really cool. Um, I got one of my, I actually got quite a few of my holy grails, um, for lack of a better word. I got the uh, E-Hobby three-packs. Um, so these are the movie three-packs. It shows the uh, changing forms of the Decepticons. It shows a, a different style Junkion a battle-damaged cup, and then a transforming or a transitioning Rodimus. And it actually came with two copies of the comics and two of the pins. I'll be selling off one copy of that comic and the pins to try to make up some of the money because these were a little pricey. This was the last big expenditure that I did right before, right before uh, McKenzie came. It was like my last one, like, okay, I'm probably never going to buy a toy this expensive again kind of thing. So, And uh, I also picked up a couple other holy grails um, and uh, at, at least knock off holy grails because <laughs> I could never, ever afford the or would want to afford the original G1 versions of these. But I got the uh, Dino Combiner Cassettes. So you want to talk about three of my collecting focuses, like all put into one cassettes, dinosaurs and combining. <laughs> so I got uh, dial and Zor and they make leg out and I got a uh, graphy and noise and they make decibel um, really, really bad G1 toys. <laughs> I mean, they're bad. Which ones are they? Um, they're not out here because, oh, okay. again, they're a little expensive. So they're kept in their box nice and safe. <laughs> <laughs> but the other ones that I got, thanks to Thorazine, he kind of offset it a little bit because he sent these to me out of the kindness of his heart. They don't have their weapons. That's why he bought them was just to get the weapons because he actually has the G1 versions of them. And the problem is, is their weapons are the most expensive things about them. So he's like, I'll use knockoff, knockoff weapons with my real versions of them. Um, so he sent me the cassettes, and those are uh, Slam Dance and Squawk Box. So again, these are combiner cassettes, um, not dinosaurs. Uh, one's a uh, vulture and a gorilla that combine, and another one's a tank and a jet that combine. And those are those two yeah, sitting right there. Yeah, so, big shout out to Thorazine for sending those to me. I really, Hello. really appreciate. <laughs> Felt the need to just say that. Um, I think you're a little low. Oh yeah, your uh, volume got turned way down. Oh, what are you doing? Is it because yeah, you just don't want to hear me talk? Yeah, we're breaking the fourth wall. 
I mean, how'd your volume get turned down? So, <laughs> um, also, uh, something I picked up, uh, not physically, but on your iPad, as a matter of fact, is I've uh, been oh, buying yeah. all the Motu digital comics. So they're only a buck. And I've been enjoying them. The last one, Evil Lynn, was real weird. It was like a crime noir thing set in the Motu universe. It was really weird. But it was a good story. It was good writing. They just, you're just, um, they're all still on there that you. They're not like on there. Like you don't own them. You go to, it's an app and it accesses your account and you read them on there. But it's not oh. like you download them. Oh, it's not like my Kindle. No, no. Oh, okay. So I was going to say, eventually I might actually read them. Yeah. I mean, they're on there. I mean, like I say, you just open up the app and they're there. Oh, okay. They're they're like the Kindle in that you have the library. Oh, okay. But I don't think you actually like down, like there's not a physical file. Like there's gotcha. not a CBR file or something as far as I know. Again, for a buck a piece, I wasn't too worried about yeah. it. You know, it's more so I can listen to uh, Masters of the Universe podcasts and not have to worry about spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and last, uh, oh, uh, not, uh, uh, oh, well, I'll talk about this real quick. So Maddie Collector, Atrocitus. So I got a, I got a Atrocitus where his hand broke off. I tried to just, it has a, it had the hinge, remember? Is this it has, the camping one? Yeah, the one I took okay. camping and I tried to twist its wrist and it just boop. You know, I didn't, and, and I know, I know, I know a joint stick, but I didn't apply hardly any pressure and that fist just popped off. So, um, so I, I contacted him and said, Hey, you know, I want to get a replacement for this. I bought two cause I was going to keep one in the box. So I, what if they didn't have a replacement, I wasn't too worried about it. Cause it was, it was probably three weeks after it got delivered, you know? <clears throat> mm -hmm. Um, but of course, same thing like with Poe Ghostal, they said, Oh yeah, we'll send you one out. And then, you know, I never hear anything and I have to contact them and they're like, Oh, we don't have any more. So we have to refund refund i'm like okay whatever i kind of expected that mm -hmm. never get the refund and they're like oh well you have to send back the broken version of it you know and i'm like okay fine it's like the dmv they tell you something different every yeah time. i mean it's just like and uh, and so i sent back the broken one never got a refund had to call them again and uh and and i was they're like well we show we haven't gotten it back i'm like you gave me the damn label the label should be on the ticket on you know because it it is mm -hmm. it's a help ticket you know it has a it has an id so yeah. you know it's being tracked so you know all of this conversation is should be somewhere in this ticket and so i i'm like it should be in the ticket you check you know, so they say, oh, okay, we have it. We'll, we'll process your refund. So that's the shitty part of it. The good part of it is I got my refund really quick and it was just for the figure. And I was like, come on, you know, like I, I told them, you know, I don't think I should have to pay shipping for a figure that's broken that you can't replace that you guys always say you have customer service stock to replace with, you know? Mm -hmm. So they, no questions asked. They refunded half of the shipping. 
And that's pretty good because I ordered three items. So, oh, okay. So I ordered two Atrocitus and uh, one of the Snake Mountain stands. And this is all still Digital River. It's not yeah, technically Yeah. So, I mean, one, it was easier. Like, the the person I talked to every time, uh, well, I was only on the phone a couple times. But, um, you know, and this is horrible to say, but they were American. You know, they were easy to understand. Uh-huh. They understood me. They weren't just reading some script or anything. Uh-huh. Like, they listened to my problem and said, here's what you have to do. Granted, it took a couple calls and a couple emails. You yeah. know, that was kind of annoying but um so i mean at least they're making their strides so i just wanted to give them a little bit of props (laughs) and then uh the best thing i've gotten is from my sweetie (laughs) our homeboy that runs the comic shop he's had a uh again another freaking holy grail piece in my opinion um that i've just been staring at Every single time I go in there, and I'm just like, oh, and and trust me, he's 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 making a living on his toys. So I mean, they are comic book shop prices. Yeah. Um, But he uh, he knew that I wanted this, and I almost bought it during his Black Friday sale. And I asked him, hey, if I buy it some other time, will you at least honor the twenty percent off? And he's like, yeah. I mean, he's he's a great guy. Yeah. And so, uh, Mrs. McFavorite bought me my Power Master Optimus Prime as a thank you gift. Yeah, it was a thank you for not leaving me or killing me while I was psycho pregnant. <laughs> and she was amazing. You were almost, you were almost, uh, uh, you were in better spirits. You were less hormonal than when you weren't pregnant. <laughs> so, and it was mainly a thank you for um, just everything that you've done. Oh, thank you so much, sweetie. So I love it. It's it's just the commemorative. It's not a G one. But the nice thing about the commemorative is it's brand new, sealed in a box. So when I open it up, yeah, it's, it's going to be. In perfect condition, are like you, this. Are you welling up? Shut up! <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm supposed to be the one welling up. <laughs> so thank you so much, baby. That complete that or not completes, but it gets me closer to my my uh, G1 Optimus Prime collection, or my <laughs> I should say vintage Optimus Prime, because what I'm missing is a G2, but. So that's what I got. All right, on to featured custom now that we're all welling up over here. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, featured custom this time around is in light of the game's release, Fall of Cybertron. This is a true Fall of Cybertron Ultra Magnus. So oh, we've seen sweet. lots of customs. So that's that Optimus Prime mold that's right there. Yeah. Um, so we I've seen lots of these where it's just that mold painted white you know looking like ultra magnus but this is where it gets crazy so he has a big huge cannon so instead of a trailer it's a cannon but look at that it is actually a mech suit ultra magnus with that yeah and so it's huge look at it compared to uh compared to the actual (laughs) isn't that crazy so wait that that 
one of those fits into that? Yeah. Yeah. See here. Wow. Let me scroll so back what's up. The see scale? how it goes. He sits, he goes oh, on yeah. top of there. Jesus. Then, yeah. Isn't that freaking awesome? What are the specs on it? How big is it? Um, I, shit. Well, I what, know. what kind is. So those, those are the little deluxes. So those are about four and a half to five inches. Okay. So he's probably 12 inches tall, I would say. And, uh, this same guy, this same guy made a Metroplex. If, if I didn't see this, I was actually looking at his Metroplex when I uh-huh. saw, when I discovered this Ultra Magnus, cause I was going to have the Metroplex. He has a Fall of Cybertron Metroplex as well. So this guy's just ridiculously tight. And let me see if I can give him some props here. Um, here is Xaver Cal. Let's see here. Yeah, that's his. That's his Xavier uh, Cal. Xavier. Yeah, I guess Xavier Cal. So I mean, it's amazing. He's he's got to be somebody that's been around for a while. I mean, this is frenzy rumble quality kind of custom here. So definitely hit the show notes. Take a look at those picks and this time around for our toy review i haven't done a masters in a while i don't think and i received actually i got it a long time ago but i finally opened it up one of my favorite pieces from the masters of the universe classics line i loved the panthor and battle cat when they came out and when I saw this last year at Comic-Con, I about flipped my lid um, just because I'm a huge fan of this from the 2002 uh, NYP creations, uh, uh, or I should say <laughs> the Mike Young Productions uh, Masters of the Universe cartoon, and it is Beastman's Griffin. So it's a hodgepodge of the Battle Cat Buck with the uh, um, uh, spirit wings. And then it's got uh, remolded back legs to have the little, like, uh, little uh, bird talons. And the split tail, which is also uh, uh, hinged or articulated. And then the griffin head is just amazing. That beak, dude, when I saw it in the cartoon, I was like, it's gorgeous. The jaw's articulated. Now, the issue that I have with it is the head is really loose. And it doesn't, it doesn't have the full, like I would think it could, should be able to look down more. I mean, up's one thing, but it should have more down on it. Um, but left to right, it's, see, it's just kind of wobbly, Yeah, you know, if you move it past a certain, well, no, it still stays pretty loose. I mean, it'll hold a left or right turn on it, but, um, I love how the beak is articulated. Yeah. That's freaking awesome. And I then like, the, sorry, no, go ahead. The detail on the beak, yeah. like the battle scars and stuff like that. And I, on the waist, that it's uh, it's articulated at the waist too behind his. Wings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I like so a torso twist, a hinge there. Oh yeah, I oh, guess nice. animals really. Don't oh have oh, that's how you get the up and down. Is yeah, I saw neck. that I it was articulated. I couldn't that. figure that out. Yeah, I didn't even see that. 
again, I don't, I didn't play with my battle cat enough. I think, I think I just took it out and put it on display, but just absolutely, I love the reverse bird legs. Yeah. How you've got that artic- you know, they could have just molded that as one, one yeah. little like L shape on the leg, but they put a point of articulation there. So, and uh, when they originally showed this, they just showed it with all grayish white w- uh-huh. wings and everybody bitched. And this is one of the things that Maddie was able to do was to give it the more realistic brown feathers yeah. on the wings. But I mean, just, oh God, dude, this is, this is by Crazy far pain. one of my favorite pieces. Yeah. Um, the, the one thing I don't like, or I shouldn't say the one thing, cause I already said one thing I don't like, but one thing that, um, it is a little bad is the figure just looks so big on them. You know, battle cat was one thing, but in the cartoon, these guys are massive. Uh-huh. Again, would you want to pay $80 for a, you know, to scale Griffin? Probably not. You know, no one would pay that. But the figure just looks so big on them compared yeah. to the cartoon. But again, that's one of those unavoidable things. It's just if we're talking about, you know, ideal, I would have loved, you know, because in the cartoon, when they're standing next to him, Beastman's like that tall, you know, oh. as opposed to the, you know, like that. It, it, Beastman just comes up to the top of his head. That's how big they are, you know. So I think this is one um, that's that they still have customer service stock that when they do a sale that it's still it's still available. Oh. So if you didn't pick one up, especially if you can catch it on like a ten percent sale, do it. It is awesome. All right, I think we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll come back and kill this show. We've got uh, listener feedback and questions. We have the contest winner to announce. And then finally, we'll wrap it up with grab bags. So we'll be right back. Peace. on tight. The most incredible rock and roll adventure ever is here. To the shock Starring Judd Nelson as Hot Rod. Leonard Nimoy as Galvatron. And Orson Welles. It's the ultimate battle between Autobots and Decepticons. Beyond good, beyond evil, beyond your wildest imagination. Transformers, the movie. New heroes, new villains in the ultimate Transformer experience. And the final confrontation between Optimus Prime and Megatron. guys uh first up alias angel alias sent us in an email and uh 
he starts off, if I haven't mentioned this before, you both have a fantastic voice, like radio personality perfect. Now I wonder what you both look like in person to match your awesome voice box. Thank you. That's yeah, really thank nice. You. I really still <laughs> I hate think, my voice too. <laughs> I still think I sound like I'm constantly out of breath. <laughs> but, anyway. But you can go to, uh, again, I don't really advertise my personal Facebook, but you can go to facebook.com slash Jason Spiller. And or, there's a picture of both of us right there. Yeah. Because you have McKinsey, right? Oh, no, you have on yours, on your timeline cover photo or whatever, you have a picture of us. Yeah, so you can look at Jessica's (laughs) Facebook and there's a photo right there. And you can browse it. I don't think I... I don't don't have any of my photos like hidden or anything. So you can go through our pictures. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, if you went to... Oh, I need to renew the Flickr account because you can't get to old cons. I was going to say all of our con photos have one of us or the other in the photo so um all right will you both uh will you both be there at celebration 6 2012 this year no sadly not we weren't see there's another person that could have picked me up that stupid lego set if i would have thought about looking into it uh you realize that mark hamill carrie fisher peter mayhew anthony daniels kenny baker and the most famous person out of them all me is going to celebration six haha hope to run into my favorite couple podcasters another thing about star wars i never actually was into the b-wing uh the star wars vehicle i never owned one in the past as a child but now i have two of them it's the kmart exclusive vintage collection b-wing i got them both on clearance for 15 bucks you should totally get one I just, it it does intrigue me more. And I think we talked about, he's bringing it up because I think we talked about it um, Uh on the last cast, but uh, I just not into the flying vehicles that much. Yeah. You you really are picky about the, uh, the planes. Yeah. I don't buy planes. (laughs) The plane, the plane. I like, I like troop holders. So like, I like the Republic gunships, you know, and and then my big C-130. I like that because it's Uh a big cargo plane. Um, And then there's certain ones, like I mentioned, I like the TIE bomber and the TIE interceptor. Yeah. Beyond that, like I'm not a fan of the X wings or the Y wings or the A wings or anything like that. He doesn't um, like the alphabet wings. <laughs> uh, GI Joe, there's a few that I like. I'm not a big fan of the Sky Striker. Um, I like the Conquest. I like. Uh, um, I like. God, what is it? The Skyhawk. Anyways, there's some I like, but for the most part, I'm a ground assault kind of guy i like i like ground fighting um are you into teenage mutant ninja turtles when you were a kid or were you into teenage mutant ninja turtles when you were a kid um he just purchased the playmates four inch action figures and 12 points of articulation they are pretty neat aesthetically i like these more than the six inch versions although the six inch versions do have 34 points of articulation jesus yeah, they're insane. That's why I should have. I saw them once on pegs, and I haven't seen them since. Is that why you've been looking for them? Yeah. You're trying to find those. Yeah. God damn, thirty four. It's like, wow. Okay. Uh, which I know you like because you're all about the POA. Which versions are you going with? 
I already have the four inch version, so I'm trying to go with both because <laughs> I have the reissue of the vintage ones. I don't have any vintage ones, but I have the reissue, which were identical to them. So I have the originals. Um, and then I've been looking at the NECA ones as well because they have a new, uh, like foreign market version of them that has a lot less accessories and and there's still this big contention whether they're knockoffs or not, but they're reasonable. They're 20 bucks a piece, so you can get the whole set for 80 um, So I've been kind of looking into those, and I definitely want the new ones. And people are finding them at Walmarts and Targets. Every single Walmart and Target I go, there's not even pegs for them. Like, there's no space for them. So I don't oh. think they're going to get them, you know? Because I I didn't want to pay the sixteen ninety nine at Toys R Us because they were going to be fourteen ninety nine, so to save the two bucks I may have cost my chance to get them. Worst case scenario, oh worst case scenario, uh, Shane has them at Bartertown Comics, so I'll have to maybe for uh, maybe for Black Friday I'll I'll take advantage of his twenty percent off because that would make them sixteen bucks a piece there. Yeah. I there just don't go. want to pay his 20 bucks. <laughs> I can't believe this is going to be the first Black Friday that I'm not going to be able to get off. I uh, know. That All sucks. Right. We could go before you go to work. <laughs> I could drop you There's off at work. There's so many people who do that shit, and oh, I'm just like, God. no, you won't. Mm-mm. This you is what I was talking about skipping anyways. Like, I mean, before I forgot, I had forgotten you can't go to it, but mm. I was thinking, you know, if we get up around 10 and head out, just see a, yeah. a small TV for the basement's the only thing I'm really thinking about. Playing footsie with me, buddy. Yeah. Um, and he said, he goes on to say, you know, what's so funny about your show is that I'm happy and psyched about all the toy news, but at the same time I hear Mrs. McFave pain and agony. I'm not sure if I should feel fantastic or feel the pain with Mrs. McFave about the toy news. What a mixed bag of feelings (laughs) laughing out loud. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel her pain now. I mean, I, I really am. I'm. I'm over the just ridiculous amount of spending, Uh, but what was so funny about this comment is when it, uh, when he sent it, it was right after that episode that I was having a hard time sitting still. And so I thought he was talking about that. Oh, that you just can't sit through all the news anymore. (laughs) Yeah. That well, no, that I just couldn't sit through a whole podcast because I was pregnant and uncomfortable. Oh, maybe he was, maybe that is. But no, that's a better point. Yeah. It's, it's painful. Every time, every time I see what I got, the list just keeps getting longer, and I'm like, "What are you hiding from me?" That wasn't a long list for a month and a half. <laughs> yeah, because you pick and choose what you talk last. about. <laughs> well, that's true. I did get more than that, but that was some Green Lantern shit. That kind of shit. Anyway, uh, mixed in there, and I kind of pulled it out, mixed in there. He did have a question. Um, he said, uh, do you think $125 for Mark Hamill's uh, autograph is worth it per oh. item? If you think so, what one item would you pick to have him sign? If not, ex- please explain to us. Uh, when we went to Celebration, it was 100 so it's gone up twenty five bucks in two years. <laughs> how much? How much did G spend on autographs on that poster? 
Oh, on his poster that he's doing with his brother. Yeah. Oh, see, besides him, like him, Carrie Fisher, and uh, if you can get one, Harrison Ford's are the expensive ones. Like everybody uh-huh. else's is thirty to fifty bucks. But uh-huh. he has he has the uh, celebration or not celebration? I forget what they call it, but it's the poster with all the faces where there's like confetti coming down. And him and his brother's goal is to get all of those signed. Well, there's like 60 characters on that or, yeah. or more. And uh, and they're doing good. They're like two-thirds the way through. So right now, I would say that poster's worth somewhere about $1,800, maybe $2,000 in autographs. Yeah. Um, he got he got Hamels. He and gets Hamels Hamil- whenever he can. Oh really? Yeah, I mean he'll he'll figure out something to have him sign. He, but he's an autograph. That's what he does. Yeah, he doesn't do the toys. Guy. He doesn't do the exclusives. Yeah. He does autographs. So for me, like I've said before, I I will not pay for autographs. I go to Botcon, and if I can get in line and get you know a voice actor's autograph, great, you know. Mm-hmm. But I won't pay for any. So in my opinion, ten bucks. Well. I would probably get Hamill's autograph for ten bucks just so I could shake his hand. But a mm-hmm. hundred, hundred and twenty-five is way, way too expensive. But that's me. I'd rather yeah. spend it on toys. You know. I think that's just too much because, you know, I don't care if he's a if he's a has been actor or if he's like Harrison Ford and is still a huge actor. Yeah. He's got enough fucking money. <laughs> He no no matter what he still has a shit ton more money than I do. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that and he's a dick. So, <laughs> but, so I've heard. So I've heard. Not in my own experience, but so I've heard. So if, if somebody were to just get, say, you won a prize where you get his autograph, so we're not paying for it. What would you have him sign? What would I have him sign? And it's not something that you have to own. I mean, because oh, I, I mean, I buy. I that's sometimes what I do for BotCon and stuff mm-hmm. is I'll buy things to have them signed. So that's kind of paying for yeah. an autograph. But um, I'd probably have them sign my FX lightsaber. Oh yeah, that would be a cool one. Yeah, I mean, mine's the Yoda one, but. Well, you could have him sign mine. I have his yeah. Empire Strikes Back one that yeah. you bought me, didn't you? No, you. You got yeah. it for yourself. You got me the Yoda one, oh, and you got it right. at the same time. Yeah, that's right. Um, I would, I would buy a vintage carded uh, Return of the Jedi Luke because that's my favorite one. To me, he's become a lot less whiny, and I've never really liked the Empire Strikes Back one because he gets his ass kicked by Vader. <laughs> like in Return of the Jedi, he's like. I'm the boss, bitch. <laughs> you like better a recognize. Boss. <laughs> exactly. So I would I would probably if if I was gonna get Hamill's autograph, especially if I was gonna pay hundred and twenty five bucks for it, I would I would spend three, four hundred bucks or who knows how much it is, being that it's only Return of the Jedi is usually pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. But I would get a carded Return of the Jedi and have him sign that. There you go. So 
Um, all right. T2RX6 writes in and he says, good day. I'm reading this oh, one. Oh, sorry. Sheesh. <laughs> we even talked about this. Yeah. Okay. How do you want to read this? All right. You'll read that one. All right. Good day. You guys question why you don't get any emails. So here's here's an email instead. On your most recent episode, you guys, okay, just like, mentioned that the G.I. Joe vehicles need to go away. But then later on went to express what seemed to be some form of excitement about Star Wars vehicles, such as the big Millennium Falcon and other vehicles. Of course, maybe it's just my reading into you guys discussing toy news. But arguably, Star Wars have has been, don't move it, has been... <laughs> <laughs> has even more vehicles than G.I. Joe, at least of late. Um, why would G.I. Joe vehicles need to go away, um, need to go the way of the Dodo where the Star Wars are necessary? Is it because Star Wars vehicles are so iconic and go hand-in-hand hand with the movie? I know. I'm trying to go Scroll. the mouse timed out. Go for it. <laughs> also, notably, I know you have expressed some interest in the court in the core vehicles. Corp. Corp vehicles. Core. Corps. Bring corp. It's core. Did I is that what you said originally? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said corpse originally. Sorry. I know how to read. <laughs> Sorry. <Thank you>. <laughs> that have <laughs> That have come out since they work with G.I. Joe's. Do you think that a removal of vehicle from vehicles from G.I. Joe's is just something that completionist collectors would like to see? Or do you think that it has no place in any or at least a majority of the people who are buying G.I. Joe's? I remember when I was young, I always enjoyed the vehicles to go with my G.I. Joe's as they were the ultimate playsets. And at least with respect to other toys... Toy lines. Play sets are the kind of thing I'd like to see make a comeback. Yeah, and so... Play sets are something that would be nice. Yeah, dude. Have it, oh, my God. If I could... If there was somewhere to put it, the new Turtles uh, sewer play set. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I mean, just... Ultra ridiculous. cool. And and I don't even think I'd put my turtles on it. I think mm -hmm. I would have it like as a Joe headquarters or Cobra headquarters or something. I mean, just amazing. I would love to see more play sets. Um, I have most of the Star Wars ones, you know, the Hoth, Jabba's, uh, uh, not Jabba's, um, Dagobah, the Yoda mm -hmm. one. Um and then a few other ones as well. Uh, some of the newer ones, like the Thede playset and shit like that. So I love playsets. And and I don't. I was trying to remember, and, and I think I wrote to him and and asked him where was I saying that I didn't want GI Joe vehicles to continue, and and he couldn't remember off the top. I of think his head. I kind of remember. So. I love G.I. Joe vehicles. More power to them. Um, I don't collect them just because I'm running out of space for the most part. I still mm -hmm. get some, though. Like, I love, I've always loved the uh, water moccasin. So I got the new retaliation version of the water moccasin. Mm -hmm. Again, I got it ridiculously cheap. I got it for like 10 bucks, and I liked the driver vehicle. <laughs> I like the driver of it. Well, I thought I was going to like the driver until he turned out to be like salmon, you know, but uh -huh. I love the vehicles too. I mean, I, I love them a lot. Uh, again, just not 
flying ones for the most part. Um, and I think he brings up a good point here. And, and this is something I've been wanting to address is people that are thankful that, you know, that lines are ending or that, you know, they're not going to put out vehicles anymore. There's a big problem there. You know, like if you're thankful that because now you can stop collecting it. Like, you can stop collecting it at any yeah, time. Yeah, there's nothing that's forcing you to, except yeah. for your own OCD. Yeah, and it's that completionist. And, and I have felt that. Trust me, I have felt that. I've been like, God, will the vintage collection just stop? But even with that, I figured out a way to cut back on it. You mm -hmm. know, just cut out all the prequel stuff. And now yeah. I'm fine with my original trilogy collection of it. But... Uh, yeah, I, I've always felt it really weird when when collectors are happy that lines are ending, that they collect, so they don't have to collect them anymore. Um, let's see. Jason Martian from Atomic Martian Toys wrote in. Uh, he says, I just finished the newest episode of Open Your Toys, and I knew I just had to write in. Two and a half years ago, when my daughters were born, yes, twin girls, I had these wild fantasies about raising them in my image. They would grow to have the greatest wealth of pop culture knowledge, and they would be the first kids in their preschool class to have read the entire Lord of the Rings saga. The other children would stand in awe as they masterfully <laughs> recreated scenes from Star Wars and The Princess Bride. They would have seen every episode of Lost and Battlestar Galactica a minimum <laughs> of three times before the first grade. Many of these dreams may still come true, but it takes a really long time before they reach the age of three the only thing they even have an attention span for involves an insane amount of singing and dancing <laughs> that is all they seem to give a shit about if if the characters aren't singing a new song every 30 seconds they couldn't be bothered <laughs> i occasionally change the channel to the hub or put on the, an episode of the clone wars in hopes that they will gain an appreciation for the cool stuff daddy likes but most of those shows have too much dialogue. <laughs> Not even My Little Pony seems to interest them. You will find yourself watching some god-awful cartoons just because your child seems to really enjoy it. Here's a list of some shows I'd strongly suggest you try to get him slash her hooked on. Trust me, you will not regret these recommendations. <laughs> so I love it. Yo Gava Gava. YGG is a must-have in your house. I probably have watched thousands of hours of Yo Gabba Gabba, and my girls never seem to get tired of it. They are drawn to the TV like a couple of moths where it, whenever it, we put it on. The episodes are usually entertaining, and they have great uh, musicians on it all the time. And that's what I've heard. Like, like uh, God, who was on there? One of my favorite musicians was on there. But anyways, um, you will catch yourself singing the songs at work. It's easily found on Netflix. You want to read the next one? We can alternate these. Uh, Pocoyo. My girls don't watch this as often, but it is a fun and entertaining show. The episodes are short, so it's great if you want to limit the TV time. Uh, Team Yunazumi. Yumazumi. Umizumi. Umizumi. Yeah, that makes more sense. Another great show with singing and dancing. Some d decent math stuff as well. Nice. Super Y. Super Y is tolerable. When we first started watching it, I liked it, but my enjoyment of this show has started to slip. They kind of jumped the shark when they introduced the dog, uh, a dog to the cast. 
I just love how he's so introspective about this. <laughs> Sesame Street. Oh, SS yes. is still good. My girls get bored with it sometimes, but other times they really like it. Oh, Sesame Street is a must. <laughs> Here are some shows I would avoid. Dora the Explorer slash Go Diego Go. If logic-defying plot lines annoy you, avoid these shows like The Plague. They rarely make sense, and I find myself yelling at the characters because they are extremely <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Arthur, they have uh, an episode about Arthur's teacher getting cancer. Not really appropriate for a toddler. Uh, Martha Speaks. The main plot involves a dog eating some alphabet soup, and all of a sudden she can speak English. Not only is she a talking dog, but she sounds like a middle-aged lesbian. <laughs> I'm sure there are more uh, uh, more on both of these lists that I'm forgetting, but this should help you help help some in preparing. I know you want your kid to play outside all the time, but there will be times where you are stuck in the house. At least you have options until they reach the age where they will want to watch Transformers Prime. So that was awesome. Thank you so much, Jason. That I appreciate it. Because I was kind of wondering about that. Because, yeah. I mean, I was like, I have no idea what a kid would want to watch. I mean, I imagine you just put on cartoon network in the morning and that's when all these shows yeah. are probably or on. nickelodeon yeah or disney channel yeah nick jr or something mm -hmm. but that's awesome that he actually you know from somebody that had to sit through them you know thank you for sitting through them for us <laughs> <laughs> thank you for enduring the pain yeah definitely um Cassin in benton benton illinois says <laughs> Greetings, Mr. Mis Mr. and Mrs. McFavorite. I was referred to your podcast by the guys who do the Star, Star Joe's podcast a little over a week ago. I've listened to several of your latest podcasts and I really enjoy them. You two make a great team and your show makes my work day at my cubicle go really fast. I was wanting to get your opinion on some Transformers related toys. First off is the Revoltech line of Transformers. I have Megatron, Starscream, Rodimus, and Optimus setting on my setting on my desk at work. Since they don't actually transform, is that is that blasphemous for a collector? I for one think they look great. Also, I think I heard on your podcast that you're a fan of the Mastermind Creation Mastermind Creations line of Transformers. If so, what do you think of their upcoming Seekers line? I think they are called the Night Morphers Airborne Squad. I've been very impressed with some screenshots that I've seen. I've never bought any third-party unofficial figures before, and they seem to be a fair bit pricey. But I think I'm ready to take the plunge and get the Air Screech version whenever it comes out. I believe it's the Starscream model. I tend to ramble on a little too much in my emails, so I'll say adios for now. <laughs> Thanks for writing in and thanks yes. for listening. Big shout out to Ryan and Chuck for referring people. We we refer people to their show too. It's it's one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite homegrown shows. You know, they are very entertaining. To I love the bickering. Yeah, the yeah, bickering they're like a married couple. <laughs> they're like me and you. If you liked everything I liked. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so like the first half of, of Open Your Toys when I used to actually buy toys. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Revel Tech. Um, I like him. I have the Ultra Magnus as part of my addiction with him. Um, the one thing I, I, I really didn't like is how easily they came apart. 
their joints, you know, just seem to pop apart. I I like the way they look. The proportions are good and the posability is amazing. It's just the Revel Tech joints that mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of. You know, I, I like that they ratchet, but, you know, just with that resistance on the actual joint itself, I, it seems like my forearms always pop off or the bottom le- bottom of the leg always pops off. So... I, I gave it a shot with Ultra Magnus, and that's probably the only one I'll own from that line. But I think they look great. You know, if you're just doing what I do with most action figures, putting them in a couple poses and then sitting them on a shelf, I think they're awesome. Um, so to answer your question, no, it's not blasphemous. Oh, yeah, sorry. In regard to that question, no, not at all. I mean, whatever... Whatever makes a good figure, in my opinion. Transformers don't have to transform. Now, I'm not a big fan of the G1 Action Masters, unfortunately, because I just don't think those are very fun toys. But uh, some of my favorite customs I've ever seen are are non-transforming Transformers. Yeah. So... um, and Mastermind Creations, yeah, I actually did a review on one of the shows of the uh, Nightmore for Commander, the the Optimus Prime homage. I got the first version because they were clearancing it out, and I loved it. Mine didn't have any of the glaring issues that that mold had, that some people had with that mold. Mm-hmm. Again, I was really careful. I can recommend this. Uh, if you do buy it, watch somebody's review of it like find a reputable reviewer and something like that maybe look to t2rx6 or pia or um who else vangelis does uh vangelis actually does a lot of stuff with mastermind creations so watch their reviews and they will point out sticky parts to them you know Mm -hmm. like points where the instructions weren't obvious or it shows to do this but if you do that you might snap a peg or you know that's what i recommend for all third-party uh transformers find a review of it because they'll talk about issues like that um i love the airborne squad uh, and especially Screech, uh, Starscream's one of my one of my favorites. All the Seekers are one of my favorites. If I could afford them, I'd get all three. But at a hundred bucks a piece, that's not gonna happen. I may buy the four-inch models, you know, because they're gonna come in like three different sizes. I think. So if you don't want to take the plunge and get the hundred-dollar one, I think they're gonna be doing like a four-inch, a smaller version of them. Um, so maybe take a look at that but uh uh night uh, uh, mastermind creations have gotten really good with their first that commander was a little iffy they made corrections to that and they've really kind of figured out their plastics and their tolerances and that kind of stuff so i think they're a solid company uh fans project might be a little bit better and now tfc toys and iGear are coming up too but uh, they're a solid, smaller, third-party company, in my opinion. All right, we've got another question, so let's go ahead and listen to that. This is an MP3 sent in by Engineer Nerd. Hey, 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 Mr. and Mrs. McFavorite. It's been a long time, no talk. This is your old friend, Engineer Nerd. Hey, I just want to say congratulations on Baby McFavorite. That is awesome, and I know you guys are going to be fantastic parents. Um, I don't have any doubts there at all. I'm going to give you a question anyway. I'm not going to give you uh, any time off. My question is this. 
If somebody wanted to buy the podcast and said, you can still podcast, but it can't be about toys, what else would you podcast about? I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say. And once again, congratulations. You guys are super awesome people, and I'm sure you'll be super awesome parents and a great family. Talk to you guys soon. All right. Thank you so much for continuing yeah. to send those in. We we don't want to break. Keep them coming. Yeah. Quit making me think. No. <laughs> <laughs> and Just thank, kidding. And thank you for the congratulations. Um, I I want to send out uh, my condolences to Engineer Nerd. Unfortunately, he lost a member of his family. He lost Aww. one of his little puppies. Aww. And so, and we know how the, that feels. We had to put one. Of, we had to put my doggy down um, earlier this year. So that's, I, I, I really feel for you. And uh, and uh, like I said, just my deepest condolences. Sorry to kind of bring that down, but I wanted to say that in this forum. Um, anyways. If someone bought our podcast, so we can never talk about toys again. Um, for me, at least, I would say movies. That's probably the yeah. next. Movies are just pop culture in general. Maybe movies and TV. That seems to be our I next mean, biggest thing that we do. Yeah, I mean we're we're boob tubers, man. We sit and we're, we're couch potatoes for the most part. I mean, yeah. We still get stuff done and have a clean house and exercise and that kind of stuff, but <laughs> but that's how we relax is watching movies and TV. Yeah. So that's what I would say. Uh, but we're not really knowledgeable. Like we like we have IMDb on the ready at all times because when we see people, we're like, oh, it's the Deadwood chick. Or, oh, it's the chick from Lost, and we don't know anybody's yeah. names or anything. We don't do a whole lot of research, like listening to, what what's the one we've been listening to? Oh, Now Playing. Now Playing. Yeah. Um, just, God, the, of course, the you know, they, They yeah. are very well researched. Yeah. I mean, and they're ultra edited, you know, they have, they, they play outtakes at the end, and there's times where they stumble and they say the wrong actor's name but yeah they are very well researched and very well educated on the movies i just don't know if i i mean it's the same thing like i don't know how you put so much effort into into doing the research and everything for this podcast i couldn't imagine having to do that for movies yeah well it's because i love it yeah yeah i couldn't i couldn't imagine like although i could probably help out a little bit more with the movies <laughs> just because i you know then i can kind of get into the not necessarily us weekly, but us weekly style where you start reading about everything yeah. to, that has to do with that actor and yeah, I mean it's just like anything. that director you know, and yeah. When I got into dirt biking, I hit dirt bike forums. I started reading, you know, blogs yeah. about dirt biking. You know, it's just you can immerse yourself in anything, and once yeah. you immerse yourself in it, you can podcast about it. You know. Oh shit! You don't even have to immerse yourself. I, I've listened to podcasts where the people don't know what the hell they're talking about, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like screaming at them, like that's the wrong shit. So thanks again, Engineer Nerd, for sending that in. We definitely appreciate it. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. All right, now we have our San Diego Comic-Con contest, which is usually a swag away, but we didn't go, so you're going to have to pick something else. We didn't get a lot of entries. I beg and pleaded. I even I even uh, pimped it a couple times. 
only a couple times, but we still only got three entries, but that's perfectly fine because we're going on three hours and we need to wrap this shit up. <laughs> so uh, first up, T2. That's because Mrs. Big Favorite was drunk and rambling. <laughs> T2RX6 left left us a voicemail with his entry, so let's take a listen to that right now. What's up, my favorites? Justin, a.k.a. T2RX6 here. Uh, I figured I would enter your contest that you're having. I don't know why I'm entering, now, because I'm not having any good luck currently. I'm sitting in my overly hot house because my air conditioner broke right after my car's air conditioner broke. So, if that's any indication of luck, I shouldn't have bothered entering. But anyway, my favorite thing that I saw at the uh, SDCC actually was the Figuarts display of the Dragon Ball Z stuff. And it's a pretty impressive display of all the different figures and effect parts that we've never gotten and probably won't ever get. But it looks awesome. If it's something that I'm going to get, it's Fall of Cybertron because I am desperately waiting for that game. And, uh, yeah. So that is all, and I will talk to you guys next time. Preemptive congratulations, or maybe by the time this is being played, post-congratulations to Baby McFavorite. See you later. Yeah, I love those figure arts figures. They are. They looked really nice. God, they're absolutely amazing, and I'm with you. The effects that they have with them are so freaking cool. Again, just too pricey for me. They're just they're out of that range, but. Um, so do they not, I mean, I, I can see what you're saying maybe with the custom display they had of Cell and, uh, Goku, but do they not, are they known for not showing effects that they don't include? I just, I don't follow them well enough because I know some of, I mean, I know they've come with, uh, uh, commie balls and stuff like that before, Mm -hmm. but Yeah. They look amazing. I love Dragon Ball Z. So That was like one of the first things that I got you is that Dragon Ball Z clock. Oh yeah, that's right. The one that I have in my office still that uh what was it every quarter of the hour? It did a voice. It did a voice in the in uh I think the top of the hour it says the what is it, Tommy Hummy. Tommy Hummy Yeah, and when you could always tell when the battery's about to die because it would be like yeah. <laughs> it would be all super slow <laughs> and it would just be all ha <laughs> and I'm with him I'm loving Fall of Cybertron I've actually got his email and a thing to do because uh, we're going to try to get it play multiplayer I've never I have never played anyone online with my PS3 how long have we just, had that thing? Shit, since it first came out, it's the first generation 80 gig model. Yeah. So, yeah, we've had it freaking forever. Like four years or something. Yeah, remember? Uh, remember? We got it in uh, Wyoming. Yeah, Randy bought it for us. Like, I found, I did a stock check up there, and that uh, store in Wyoming's the only oh, yeah, his store in Wyoming. Oh, yeah, he picked it up for us. Yeah. That's right. So, um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to get through the campaign first and then I'm going to play multiplayer. So, so I'll be hitting you up soon, Justin. And the game does look gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it does look a lot of fun. Yeah. You got to get in there. It's not that hard. I know. (laughs) All right. We got a, uh, got an entry from a, uh, 
maybe he's not a new listener, but a first time uh, uh, commenter. Uh, and Cliff from Maine, he says, hi there, just got to say that this hobby is not an easy one if you live in Maine and you're merely a factory worker. First of all, it seems like Maine is the last to get any of the lines. I can't, I can, when I find them, get about two figures a month in the three and three quarter scale. Masters Classics have been impossible, can't do subs. I really only need a few of them that I've liked from the show, but they are hard to come by. I get Star Wars, Marvel, My Little Pony, and a few random odds and ends from other lines. Well, anyway, the reason I'm writing, it, I'm writing is to tell you that your show with what's on Joe Mind uh, kept me going. I know, uh, or your show and what's on Joe Mind keep me going. I know I'm not in a league with all of you or the listeners as collecting goes, but it is very fun and your show really keeps me informed and just makes my day go easier. Anyways, just heard that you were doing a Swagaway giveaway, but more like something from one of the four lines because you didn't go to the Comic-Con. Well, sweet. I didn't either. <laughs> I've never been to one. Me and the wife just can't budget it. I do love hearing about them, though. I guess I should ask, does this disqualify me from entering? Nah, of course not. The best thing I heard about from the con was the badass helicarrier. That thing looks pretty damn sweet. So I did want to address this because... Uh, I didn't listen to the show because I don't ever listen to myself. But I remember talking about on what's on Joe Mind. I did kind of, you know, I started talking about, you know, collectors like us, you know, like hardcore spending thousands of dollars a year, that kind of stuff. And, and, and I really felt I came off a little facetious, you know, or a little holier than thou, like, oh, you're not on our level. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to say, that I'm in a lot of debt because of all the shit I buy. Um, he has to so, hear from me yeah, because of all the shit that he buys. Uh, we're running out of space. And, and I really have gotten to a point where I don't appreciate every single piece I buy. And to me, I think that's a bad thing. It's a bad thing if you're buying something and then it just goes into a box in a back room. Yeah. You know, that's not what collecting should be about. And I don't, you should never feel bad that you don't just buy everything that you want. Yeah. You know, it's kind of putting me in a bad spot that I'll be working on getting out very soon. But um, um, I think when you, when you collect the way you do, you know, if you only are able to buy a couple pieces a month or what, or a week or whatever, you just enjoy them that much more. Yeah. So, and I just, after there's that, a better appreciation. Yeah. After that show, I, I kind of was thinking, I was like, God, I sounded like I'm fucking an elitist asshole. You know, mm-hmm. like if you don't, if you don't collect on my level, you're not collecting right or something. So I, Definitely, please don't take it that way. Um, and then as far as going to Comic-Con, like I say, we are extremely lucky to, one, live near it. You know, mm-hmm. we at least are, are west of the Mason-Dixon line. Um, to have friends we can stay with, to have friends that are able to get us into the show free. You know, mm-hmm. if we had to, if we had to pay full price for a hotel, if we had to pay for admission, if we had to pay, you know, for 
room and board, you know, for meals. I mean, our friends yeah. feed us, you know, well, and we do sandwiches when we're there. We don't go out to eat the whole time. Yeah. We may do a dinner here and there, but we do sandwiches and chips the whole time we're there. Yeah. We, we do a grocery run that first, that first morning and, and that's what we eat for the whole week. Yeah. Besides a few hot dogs here and there. Oh well, yeah. You got to have a Comic-Con <laughs> hot dog. Come on now. So I know it is. It's, it's extremely pricey. And, you know, I think if I had to pay full price for everything, if I had, to, I wouldn't go. It's really I mean, not worth it anymore for the prices that you have to pay. Yeah. And the lines and all of mm -hmm. that, not being able to get into panels you really want to see or spending all day in line to get into a panel you really mm -hmm. want to see. I mean, I'm lucky. I, I want to see toy panels. So at the most, like the Maddie, uh, Maddie line is getting a little harder to get into. You have to show up about 45 minutes early for that one to get in now. Yeah. Star Wars is getting a little hard to get into the Hasbro one. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, Mrs. McFavorite's screwed. I mean, you can't ever get into Big Bang Theory. You can't, we couldn't ever get into Robot Chicken. We couldn't yeah, ever. Yeah, I've never been, a, I've never seen a Robot Chicken panel and I've only seen one Big Bang. Yeah. And, I mean, as far as getting, now getting into something like Game of Thrones yeah. or shit like that. I mean, I mean it shows to it goes to say how ridiculous it is when they have screenings of the panels later on that night. Yeah. Yeah, that's where we see a lot of ours. I mean, like I said, we never seen a Walking Dead panel yeah. besides in one of those Well, wasn't this year the first Walking Dead panel? No, last year the last year we went was. Last year was, really? Yeah, cuz remember we watched it in a replay. We watched Walking Dead and Big Bang in a replay. <gasps> That's right. So, but uh, yeah, yeah. So the the first year they had it, we didn't get into yeah. it. So, I mean, it, it is one of those things. I say you you have to do it once, you know. Yeah. But I, it's going to change. Give it a couple years. Let mm -hmm. let this geek is chic thing die out a little bit and yeah. then go to it when when you're there with hardcore people instead of you know some bleach blonde bimbo that's you know they just heard it was cool to go to and they're they're just walking around making fun of people you know or whatever yeah so uh, although i'd like to know how the bleach blonde bimbo figured out how to get in there <laughs> oh because she knows uh movie producers Oh, groupies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and the helicarrier, amazing. Again, it's a playset, and you, we don't get those very often. And I love how they how they retooled the the retail version into a larger con exclusive version. Um, the only disappointment, and Dave and Duvall talked about this, was the bottom of it. There's no molding to the bottom of it. It's just the negative space of the molding on top of it. So if you want to hang it, if you want to display it hung from your ceiling, then uh, then there's you just see this weird negative space under there. So that kind of oh. sucks. That's kind of lame. But the top of it's amazing. I love the concept <laughs> of a helicarrier. But the top as well. of it is fantastic. <laughs> All right. Um, while I read this next one, can you put on music? I think that playlist oh. ended. Sorry. Um, all right. Uh, our last entry was from Alias Angel Alias. Uh, 
Uh, he wrote in, my favorite things at San Diego Comic-Con was actually two things. Now that might get him disqualified. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, one was the Hall of Iron Man uh, was displayed at SDC 2012. This display is by far the most impressive, in my opinion. Just imagine how they transported all the armors to the location and the safety issue of trying to touch the heavy armors. That's the one we just listened to. Oh, you're just putting on something. Okay. To the Hot Toys display at SDC 2012. If anyone was at SDC and missed this epic display, go ahead and kick yourself. Really? Katy Perry? <laughs> All right. So I've seen these, but Mrs. McFavor didn't see these. So look at this. They did all of the Iron Man suits, oh. the ones from the actual theater, from the actual movie. Wow! So yeah, that was gorgeous, and they don't have a good shot of like all of them, at Should least I? with the one I, at least with uh, Marvelicious toys. So see, there's the original, the Mark One, uh -huh. Mark Two, Mark Three. Mark IV, did they do? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's a pretty good one. Wow. So you're only missing the Mark I over, over here. here. Wow. Jesus, that's loud. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so that would have been amazing to see. And then, and then, of course, Hot Toys is just amazing. I've shown you some of these Hot Toys, haven't I? Uh... The Star Wars is the only one that it really falls into. Oh, but, uh, this is that booth. I love that booth. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh it's, it's, it's shown like at sideshow. Side, it's shown at Sideshow. Sideshow distributes hot toys here in the United oh, States. Oh, yeah, okay. So yeah, so Jessica has what seen is that all these. Other, it's not a it's not a sideshow booth, but it's got like the same like concept of Gentle like, giant probably. Oh, because I mean, it's those smaller. are the two yeah. Yeah, General yeah. Giants okay. is a smaller. They're both ultra high end. I mean, Hot Toys, their face sculpts are just ridiculous. I mean, look at that. Yeah. I mean, no, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Again, two to $300 a piece for 12 inch action figure. I'm not going to say it's not worth it. It's not worth it for me, but yeah. I mean, they're worth it, just not for myself. Yeah. So. Oh, sorry. Gorgeous. So yeah, I'm right there with you, Alias. This that was amazing. And and the nice thing is, is sideshows like literally in the middle of the floor. And what's nice is it's one of the most wide open booths. It is, too. but it's still last year when I was when I went by myself to go take pictures, it's still Was it packed as hell? It was still packed as hell. Yeah. But it is. It's nice that it's one of the most wide open. Yeah. Even Gentle Giant, it's kind of hard to like get in there. See, and I guess I have a little advantage being 6'2", as I can see over most people <laughs> into the cases. Fucking tall like... <laughs> people. I hate you all. All right. So <laughs> there was our three entries. And uh, thanks to Mantis99s, he reminded us or reminded me that we said um, if you did a voicemail that you got two entries. So, Justin, you have two entries in here. All right, random. Oh, random pick here. Okay. Wow. Way to throw them all around. 
All right. Oh, looks like your luck's changed, Justin. It's T2RX6. So I assume you're going to pick Transformers, but let me know for sure what what line you're looking at. And because I know you buy most of what you want, um, uh, once you let me know your line, I'll I'll shoot over like three options and you can kind of let me know which one you'd like the most. So maybe you want a double of something you already have to keep in package or something. So congratulations and thanks everybody for participating in definitely and i love hearing from listeners for the first time i love hearing from new listeners we love you man we love you all yeah we're uh we're breaking the the fourth wall here but this is actually the second night we're recording so we're not as drunk as we were last night mama mcfavorite is not as drunk as she was last night and i won't be doing that again yeah me neither that we were both we were both like do you want to pick up the kid? <laughs> Luckily, she was like asleep. All we had to do was pick her up from her chair to her crib. That's all we had to do. We were that intoxicated. And again, we that won't even, ever happen again. Yeah, I mean, it was like, what'd you have? You had like three beers and two shots. Yeah, and I have. I'm an I ultra like, cheap date now. Yeah, I had like two beers and five shots again, but over the course of four or five hours. But yeah, that was. Yeah, we both don't have tolerances anymore. <laughs> Jesus. So, my apologies for rambling on like that earlier in the cast. Again, it won't happen again. <laughs> All right, grab bag. Okay, so I was going to cover this in uh, in the C6 coverage, but I thought it would be better suited here. So they announced a new TV show at oh, C6. Jesus. And what we're going to do right now is we're actually going to play it because it'll be a pretty good audio to play in the podcast. So, and I don't think you've seen this. No. So uh, uh, we're going to go ahead and check out Star Wars Detours. The Empire's pretty chill. Maybe you could, like, join it or something. No, no, no. I left a message with your uh, roommate, but your machine was full, so your landlord hung up on me when I was walking your dog because my homework ate it. I got dressed for this. Uh, half dressed? Ah, put some pants on, man. Hey, so, uh, how's my nose look? Oh! Are you ready for the ribbon-cutting ceremony? Man, will I be happy when we can stop pretending this thing's a mall? This is no space mall. This is more like a, like a, some kind of a Death Star. Death Star. I like the sound of that. Aha! This is the ploy. No. It's a ruse. No. It's an ambush. No. A subterfuge. No. A confining device. A snare. A box popped up with a stick. It's a trap. It's a wrap. Where's my hat? It's a trap. Sorry, sorry. Just finally figured it out. On my way back to the office. Couldn't get it out of my head. Gotta go. I'm double parked. Hey! Oh! 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 For luck. It's a matte painting. They haven't finished this chasm yet. I guess they went over budget. Don't make me take your arm off, Sonny. Old Ben-Ben needs grocery money. Can you just order me a hot dog? Uh, shouldn't you be haunting Darth Maul or Yoda? Go haunt Yoda! Dexy, why everybody hate me, son? Well, how honest do we want to get? <laughs> 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 
Hey, Sid. A commercial audition, really? Wow, Leia, you look really... Amazing. Yeah, I know. Why are you staring at me? Yeah, I'm famous and hot. Deal with it. Um, I don't feel like the center of attention anymore. Fix that. Vader! Nothing says vacation over quite like seeing you again, you big breathy bummer. Welcome back, my master. How was the single screws? Well, let's just say there wasn't a cloud in the sky, which was confusing since it was raining chicks. Who's that? She's pretty. Well, Leia, that is Queen Amidala. Great politician, terrible taste in fashion, and makeup, and hair, and man, and bad judgment in just about every area of her life except for politics. <laughs> She's dead. Mnark R2! Nobody's talking to you, trash can. Do you not get it, people? His name was Windu, and he went out a window. Huh? That joke was hilarious, and you all liked it. Hello! I'm a fool for dancing, and you're a dancing fool. Hit it! service here is slow. We haven't even ordered. I know, that's what I mean. It would be good to order already. I know, that's what I was saying. Oh, I thought you were disagreeing. Yeah, it would be good to order already. Zito! Zito was. So, yeah, that was a thing. It was. It wasn't bad. <laughs> it was, At first, I was all like, uh, and then it just got better. Yeah, I, I still, uh, it's just another thing to watch for me, so that's why I'm not excited. But it looks funny. It doesn't look like a waste of time, at least for the first couple episodes. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, again, I have no problem with the concept. Like lots of people, of course, Jamie, think it's making fun of Star Wars, that kind of thing. But I have no problem with the concept of it. I'm just hoping it's actually funny, you know, because yeah. I can I can laugh at my favorite franchise, well, you know, what um, especially since it's Seth Green. Mm -hmm. I just hope that it's not an animated version of Robot Chicken. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, tell us what you think about that. Think of it uh, again. You just heard the audio. Um, definitely go to the show notes and take a look at the video. I think it's animated. Cool. I like the super I deformed like, animation. Yeah. The royal guards that look like little Mimo bots yeah, were funny they were as hell. Awesome. And then I like the uh I like the Emperor. I just love that Emperor voice that they do. Mm -hmm. Whoever does that Emperor voice for Robot Chicken. I just love it. So well, I, I didn't, if that was not smart of me, I didn't find uh, any information on when that was coming out, but... It's coming out sometime in the future. Yeah. And just keep your eyes peeled to Twitter or Facebook. If you follow any geeks, I'm sure they'll know. 
a long, long time ago, but yet somehow in the future. Yeah. <laughs> um, for Transformer, Philip Reeds of Battlegrip.com's Transforming Collections Kickstarter is in full effect. I have backed this. Oh, wow. He's getting close to his next goal. That's awesome. Um, so this is just a small, uh, right now, a small paperback book about third-party Transformer toys. So, um, again, basically, I think it's a way for him to fund his his purchasing of these toys because <laughs> everything becomes a write off for him. Um, but uh, uh, it's it's a really small. It's only uh, it's um, well now it's been moved up to the next size. It's seven and a half by seven and a half inches, so it's only going to be this big. Um, and right now, I think it's still only twenty pages, um, so not not that big. But uh, I got in at the twelve dollar level. This is the uh, this is the early adopters, uh-huh. you know, because I saw it the I saw it the first post that went up about it, and uh, basically you get the book and then you start getting all of. He did it really cool. The more money he gets, the more things get unlocked, and I thought that was a cool concept. Mm-hmm. So. At 12 bucks, the book would have been a little bit pricey for what it's going to be, but we've already unlocked lots of goals. So his original goal was $999. That was just to do the book, 20 pages, 7 inches. Um, So at $1,500, it went up to 7.5 again. Not incredibly big. Even his graphic shows here that it's not that much, much of a bigger. difference. Um, and now this is what I was really interested. Now we've unlocked the first illustrated sticker. Yeah. So not just a photograph sticker, an actual hand-drawn sticker of one of the toys. And I don't know if it's specifically this one or if this is just an example. Um the next one is more pages. So if we, he's right now at $2,300. And if we can get to 3000, it'll add eight more pages. Nice. So that's awesome. And then the one I really want to get to is 4,000 because we'll get two more stickers. So that's if you just do the base level $15 pledge. So you'll get the book. Now you'll get a sticker for sure. We're close to getting more pages. And then it just keeps going up there. Uh, if we get to 5,000, four surprise guest artists will each provide an illustrated, uh, an illustration. original illustration of one of the toys featured in the books. Three more stickers at 62.50. Oh, I scrolled it up. Oh, sorry. I'm uh, like, uh... <laughs> um, 7,500, the book expands to 32 pages. Yeah, then we get three more pages. And then he added these because it went up so quickly. This is the one he really wants to get to. He really wants to get to a hardcover book. He said his dreams always to to have done a hardcover book. So again, 15 bucks, it's nothing. He's he's one of the uh, most well-known people in the community. Battlegrip.com is one of the best toy review sites out there. He's been doing toy reviews forever. Just go support him because it's him. 
you know, mm-hmm. if you like third-party Transformers. If you don't, then you don't necessarily have to support him. And if you're like me, he's probably not going to be breaking any ground here. He's not going to teach me something I don't know. I'm just supporting him because he's part of the community, you know? And we should do that more often, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, next up, G.I. Joe, Nike crossovers. <laughs> now I'm an Adidas guy. It's all I buy, except for when it comes to like dress shoes or boots or something like that. Um, but these make me want to oh my God. sell out. <laughs> yep. So these are carded sneakers. Oh, Look Jesus at that. Christ. So these are the Destros. Oh, the fuck out they of use here. original vintage G.I. Joe box art on them. And they're cool. So oh. they're all silver and black and red. Well, yeah, they're shoes nowadays. They're for sneaker collectors. These are oh, 160 bucks a pair. So I love the Cobra on oh, the, the tongue. tongue. So these aren't my favorite. I'll show you my favorite. So I was going to say that, I mean, if it's just got a cobra on the tongue, it's not. Well, it's the colors. Yeah. It's the homage. Adidas did it better. <laughs> so here's the Cobra Commander. <laughs> I think these are my favorite. Oh, and what's weird? Nice. Yeah, and what's weird because Mrs. McFavorite knows I hate animal skin. Animal skin, anything is weird. Animal skin print animal yeah. skin texture i it's just weird to me and what i like the most about them is their snake skin the cobra commander ones that is pretty funny. and then the cobra logo well you is like it because it's fitting yeah exactly because it's a cool homage yeah. to it so yeah so yeah, i think those, those are, are the ones i like the most and then we've got uh storm shadows And I think if I were to actually ever buy me any of these, were would be the ones I actually bought because they're the least crazy, you know. Yeah. So I oh, like. <laughs> I'm getting my characters mixed up. I'm like, they're all white. Why aren't they all black? Oh, because you thought they were snake eyes. Jesus. <laughs> so I like these because they've got their Rashikagi symbol yeah. on the on the pull up in the back. Those are cool. I do like yeah, the soul. Yeah, and then the souls inside are awesome. See, but I still think Adidas did a better job with the the Star, Star Wars. Wars homages. Yeah, but so. they are cool. Um, next up, Masters, <laughs> Masters of the Universe. I thought this was really cool. Pop cult or um, what is it? Pop culture shock collectibles. They've been doing, they've been, they hit the scene pretty hard with doing uh, Mortal Kombat statues and now they're doing some Marvel statues and shit. Um, this is just something they put on their Facebook. It's nothing official whatsoever. The, the guy that runs the face, Facebook just wanted to get people's input on it. And basically, it's a, it's a style of statue for He Man. So you have Style A, which is straight up. Filmation. Then you have Style B, which they say is 75% filmation, 25% realism. Then you have Style C, 50 and 50. You have Style D, which is 25% filmation, 75% realism. So I thought it's a cool thing to get people's opinion, you know? Mm-hmm. So you, they said just let them know down here so you can see I voted. I actually voted for B. Um, uh, Poe Gostel made a good point. He's actually who pointed this out. Um, 
is that we've gotten some really cool realistic version ones from the Four Horsemen. Uh-huh. They did a couple uh, realistic version of, of He-Man already. So if that's what you want, then go buy those because they're better than this. Mm-hmm. Um, he voted for a, he His vote was for A. See, I like, I like a filmation with just a little bit more definition. Yeah. And that's why I went with B. It's still very much filmation, but just a little bit more muscle definition. So again, again, something that may never happen, you know, at all. But I just thought it was kind of a cool concept how you take a cartoon accurate figure and increase its realism incrementally, you know. I just kind of like that print. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the evolution of he-man yeah all right and before we get out of here because this will officially be our longest show ever i believe oh you say that on every episode <laughs> what the three hours so, and 30 so minutes much longer. so hopefully you've listened to this in in like spurts because we've re- we've recorded it over two days that's how long this damn show's been but uh we did want to let everybody know our show is now on stitcher you can listen to us on your iphone android kindle fire or other devices with on stitcher. The kindle fire stitcher is smart radio for your phone find it in your app store at stitcher.com stitcher smart radio the smarter way to listen to radio i've been listening to other shows do those this damn exact spot oh. forever so i just think it's funny that i'm finally reading it babe we've but, made uh, it we're on the kindle fire <laughs> so uh <laughs> i know a couple people like uh tater x uh-huh. that he only listens to stuff on stitcher now so he was happy to see that we're now on stitcher um so again i download it to play with it to see what it's like it, it's cool it's streaming podcasts is basically what it is. So you don't have to download them, manage them, anything like that. You can just go and listen. Um, a lot of our friends are on there. Star Joe's, um, uh, What's on Joe Mind, uh, uh, Radio Free Cybertron, Flag Points. So a lot of the shows I listen to are on there as well. Um, and it doesn't, we don't have to do anything. It just picks up our RSS feed. So I was like, fuck it. Why not? No big deal. Um, so yeah, listen to us on Stitcher. We'll be adding a new follow us everywhere, um, uh, section on our website on every page. So basically be an easier way to find our Facebook, Twitter, RSS feed, iTunes, Stitcher, all that kind of stuff. So basically you can, whatever you choose to do, YouTube, you know, Flickr, any social network uh, you're on, we're on as well. Again, to different varying degrees. <laughs> but So thanks again for listening. This has been our first uh, post-Baby McFavorite podcast. Sorry it was so long. We had a lot to talk about. It's been a month and a half since we've talked toys. And I had an amazing time. Yeah. So. Me too. I was going to say, you could tell Miss McFavorite's tired. She's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner. Peace. Bye.
servants to their boss. Civilians avoid this, only cried out by heaven. Suddenly silence.